you know uh i'm alex i'm your only friend and i'm not your only friend i'm a little glowing friend but i'm really not actually your friend but i am however a blue canary in the outlet by the light switch who watches over you and as you make up a little birdhouse in your soul not to put too fine a point on it but you can say i'm the only bee in your bonnet and you can make a little birdhouse in your soul well i think that covers it i think that's i think that's broad enough welcome to the alex cast i'm they might be and joining me in studios giants John C. Meyer, hello. Hello. I bit down on the S. And that's I'm sorry. All right. um, that's that's on my family crest. Bite bit, down on the S. Yes. Bite down on the S. It'll be over before you know it. All that will be left is the therapy bills. Alex cast. <laughs> Sixty minute trigger warning. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am here tonight to bring you stuff. I'm going to start out with a warning, I guess. Um, at the Alex cast, so you can find me. It's not really a warning. It's at the Alex cast. But if you have any questions or comments or topics you'd like me to talk about, please, for the love of fuck rod, uh, do that. Because, man, do I, we, we just, there's no show prep here. Like, this is just a, this is going to be a train wreck uh, to make a prediction. I have a lot of questions about fuck rod. Uh, well, please go ahead. I can field any question about fuck rod. What, who or what is fuck rod? She said, for the love of fuck rod. And is it fuck uh, rod or is it like fuck rod? No, no, it's the, uh, it is the, uh, well, let's face it, male concubine of the uh, telepathic genius gorilla from the Flash series, Grod. Oh, gr- yeah, Gorilla Grod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so fuck rod. Fuck rod. Okay. Yeah, I see, I see how this, it kind of goes. It's kind of it. like how there's Flash and reverse Flash. <laughs> uh-huh. This is Gorilla Grod and fuck rod. And fuck rod. And instead of being like a mind powered, you know, telekinetic super genius from Gorilla City. This is a gorilla that that has sex a lot. It's a gorilla that loves to fuck. Yeah. Sure. Um, and or it is the later gay pornography career of one of the Flanders boys. Uh, you think he would change his name, though? I mean, Rod is a pretty good one, but you'd think maybe he wouldn't, you know, unless he changes like Rod Manders or something. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, he also has uh, reassignment surgery before then. So I think... The whole Rod thing actually becomes this kind of uh, post-ironic uh, meta-level joke. Like, um, you know, like Cartoon Network, there's nothing funny, but everybody just assumes it's funny because it's super weird. Mm. And everybody goes, wow, that's got to be funny. And they laugh at it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what uh, Fuck Rod Flanders uh, is up to in the uh, dystopian alternate future. Now, for some reason, I think we talked about this last time. It may have just been another time I saw you. That reminds me of that Too Many Cooks thing that's yeah. now... So uh, topical. Uh, yeah. But I, f- I finally watched it. I, I hadn't watched it for forever. And the only thing I could think of when watching it is like, man, if I had seen this when it originally aired at like four in the morning on like Cartoon Network with no warning, I would have really enjoyed it. But yeah. after like the 20 million think pieces I saw about it, it wasn't as good. Yeah, I found it amusing. I think I watched it. I didn't watch it when it first aired, but uh, I saw it 
soon enough that it wasn't uh, completely burnt out. And um, I did not, uh, the, the kind of swerve was not spoiled for me. Like, the, right. um, like th- that it's not just a really long joke of like, oh, this is just the same theme song family over and over again. Like, it starts getting weird and axe murderers and whatever show right. up so that none of that was spoiled for me like i just did to the audience but um well i would i would think by now that because uh, like i i was super late late yeah. to it because uh, i mean and i and i had well, i i kind of felt the same thing when i, I started watching it, i was just like okay yeah it just it goes on forever that's not a thing i enjoy um but then people were like later like oh no you, you missed all of it but even then you know i think even just with the spoil about it like it's just it was everywhere and and yeah. something but, I, but just you know if you i guess for me Growing up, like, you know, obviously there wasn't the internet. And so if I would be like up all night, there was that period of time where there's nothing on. And then you're like so excited that like, oh, it's 6 a.m. Something's going to be on oh, TV yeah. now because uh, you weren't sleeping. Yeah. Because, you know, the nightmares of Fuckrod. Of Fuckrod. Yeah. yeah. All hail the almighty Fuckrod. I, um, speaking about Fuckrods, did you watch that Scientology documentary? I haven't yet. God damn it, I haven't either, and I really need someone. Oh, good. That's... Well, good. I feel less. I, less, I feel less ill prepared. I mean, I know, like, uh, I know Chris Foe has seen it. He's in, he's enjoyed it. Everyone I know yeah. that has seen it has has been very blown away by. It. I started to read the book, um, when it first came out. Dianetics? No, no. Uh, the because uh, I mean, um, I really think you're going to find the answer you've been looking for in Dianetics. I hope so. In fact, I have some material here. I might want you to look. Cool. At. Do you Wait. have any? Do you have any tin cans I can hold on to? Yeah, how how much money do you make in a year? Uh, zero. Oh. Yeah, just stick with million. That. No, I mean I'm pretty sure like that whole anything multiplied by zero zero thing. Mm-hmm. We're so pretty not, good at math. So I'm a millionaire, is what you're saying? Well, I'm just saying uh, your thetan level is going to stay pretty goddamn similar to what it is today in the coming days, unless you find some cash. I don't. Um, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, the book. Yes, you started to read the book. Well, I started to read the book, and I mean, but I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing is, well, the, the reason I bring it up, well, one, because it's, it's, it's a hot topic issue. And, you right. know, you know me, if I can talk about a store where you can buy Marilyn Manson shirts, I will. Um, I hate myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And everybody's no, all right. Yeah. Yeah. You probably no, should hate me. I get it. Thank you. Um, you know, the reason I said I hate myself there is because I was desperately trying to remember the name of the fat girl version of hot topic that they uh, have the ball. Torrid? Yeah, that's it. The, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that, that makes me happy. Anyway, um, I've known a lot about Scientology for a while. I And this is not like a hipster thing. Like pre that South Park episode. Oh, yeah. This is stuff I've read about. Like I've it just being in weird conspiracy theory circles, that whole Xenu thing wasn't news to us. You know, like yeah. this is something that's been batted around. So I'm curious if, if this documentary is something for... Uh, for lack of a better word, the, you know the squares, the uninitiated, to be have their mind blown by. Well, kind of, I think. I think it really because this was something I, I talked about by uh, with with Chris and and I mentioned that he was the one that turned me on to a lot of this stuff. So a lot of like the crazier mm, yeah, conspiracy talk more about stuff. Turn it on stuff. Yeah, um, but like you know, I would watch documentaries on YouTube and about it that were all like poorly produced. But in this particular case, it's about like from what I understand, just a couple of people's sort of personal stories with it. So oh, okay. there, so I don't think it got. I don't know how much it got into the whole like where's Miscavige's wife and yeah. like the whole like weird we let this person die while we're trying to treat them for drugs all that kind of stuff uh, I don't know how much they touched on that oh, but okay. I, know, I know that some people wanted more of that yeah that's just more like hey this is these people's stories yeah I heard that uh, that was kind of the reference point I heard I heard the like kind of the last third of it is uh, focusing on um the famous people involved and so uh, like Tom Cruise and um uh, Greece what's mm-hmm. Travolta John Travolta yeah. John Grease. John Grease, yeah. 
Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, I didn't watch it either. So audience at home, recommendation from uh, some guy we know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you should probably watch it. Did you see the the uh, Jinx, the one about the murder guy? No, uh, I heard good things, but it makes, uh, I don't really like watching, um, what would you call it, true crime or whatever. Uh-huh. I'm I'm rather uncomfortable. Like, I didn't listen to Serial for that same reason. I just, there's something that I find. Lurid. Yeah, that's probably a good word. Like, just, I, I don't know. There's, there's just something that doesn't sit right with me with true crime. Like, I'm not blaming people that watch it. I understand that that documentary guy is actually helped in shit like mm-hmm. he's helped people get caught or whatever so aces i just for me it's just it's always no i get yeah. it and i think that's and i think that that crosses an interesting line and in, and in, on the of course they were podcasts about a podcast when a slate did one they listened to about cereal yeah and they talked about this that that sort of like so you kind of want to be entertaining but this is a person's life you know what i mean yeah and so there's there's good and bad ways to do it certainly like you go if you you go to a bookstore uh, that's not online. Even some of the ones that are like all these, um, there are all these true crime stories that are all like super like, you know, he died, you know, he died with an ax in his face, the yeah. true story. And this is just stuff like that. But there's, there's, so a lot of them are sort of like super sensational, but they're, they're really good ones out there. Um, Lost Girls by Robert Kolker is, is an amazing book because it's not just about like, these girls that went missing off of Long Island. Yeah, and they have and this superpower of sucking out the horny energy of people, and they have the different, like su- different. That was the film version. Oh, okay, uh, sorry. no, these were about murdered people. <laughs> Mister, Mister, I'm morally outraged by this stuff. <laughs> I see. I actually, they? I really, I just, I here's the <laughs> just thing. Switch that off. There was another. There's another. There's there's two things going on there. One, I wanted to see if how familiar you were with the shitty TV show Lost Girl, and then two, I just thought it'd be really funny that I was just morally outraged yeah. by this. Okay, well, let, let me say this real quick because uh, I'm I, I am unfamiliar with that show, but uh, I will just say because it's it's more just about like what because these were all like call girls that 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 got killed. And it was more just about, oh, so like, they're worthless anyway, right? But it's more well that was part of it. Like what leads someone down this like these people these decisions that led this late these ladies to to be Craigslist call girls, and also yeah. why is that such a disposable thing and stuff like that? So it was really it was really yeah. interesting. It wasn't just like and then he stabbed her again, yeah. for like thirty pages. No, I totally I get like I. 100% get like the quality side of it. I've heard that but, um the the Jinx thing. I, this was the second documentary, right? Or I think so. I don't know. I, I, I somebody had made a reference point that his previous documentary had like helped catch somebody or something along those lines. Um so I'm fine with that. Like I know that the guy that um maybe it's the same guy. Is he the one that did the that basically got the pope fired? That got the Pope fired. The one, uh, uh, Maximum Mea Culpa, uh, that came out about, I don't know, four years ago. He got the last Pope basically fired because he, he was, he like was, the, it was a big story about the sexual abuse in the church and how they're like, you know, hiding kids or whatever. And Pope uh, Benedict, I guess, was like the guy in charge of hmm. uh, shipping around kitty fiddlers. So this documentary came out and there, a lot of people in the know are saying that that was, you know, uh, pretty substantially responsible for getting him, you know, ousted. Huh. No, I mean, because I know, I mean, I'm familiar with the story of him being, uh, you know, obviously not so much ousted, but stepping down yeah, early. Yeah. But, you know, all the stuff around that. But I didn't know that there was a uh, a documentary. Yeah, it's called it. Maximum Mea Culpa or, or uh, the name very similar to that. So on the true crime, like, note, if it works like that for true crime, like, that's that's awesome. Like, if they get somebody, like, caught or you know, arrested or whatever. Oh, he did Capturing the Freedmans. Oh, that's it. Okay, yeah, I knew there was another one that there was an arrest involved, yeah. And he directed, like, basically the movie version of um, the Durst story, 
with uh, Ryan Gosling called All Good Things, but apparently it's not good. Yeah, I have heard that's not good. But I like Capturing the Freedmans a lot. I thought that yeah. was a really good movie. I like that as well, and that one was a little bit more comfortable watching because um, it seemed to be there was like more of a question about their guilt or innocence right. kind of in the air about it. Um, so I'm like a little less kind of unnerved by watching it, but when it's, you know, straight up, like, this is a murderer, like, it's just mm-hmm. something creepy. But yeah, I've, I've heard just only great things and how it just sucked people in and et cetera, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's kind of, um, there, there are two schools of thought with that. Cause there's one, like, if the story is interesting, like there's a great documentary called the imposter about a guy who, um, basically this, this kid in Texas goes missing and he, uh, his family is contacted like years, years later. Like maybe ten years later, maybe not that long, but but years later, uh, by a guy who, uh, you know, in in like Europe, that's like we have your son here, and he doesn't look like their son, he doesn't sound like their son, like all the stuff. But he's like, no, no, they made me, they put I, uh, they put uh, a contacts in, they dyed my hair, they made me do this, that, like there was this. He alleged this whole like crazy underground yeah. sex ring, and it was just this fraud that pretended to be their son forever, and so you know that going into it, yeah. Like like the the movie starts with basically the guy saying like oh okay i was a fraud and i decided to join this family so it's more just like the uncovering of it oh how weird yeah, yeah. so it was an interesting story so it was so there wasn't like you know the twists there was there there are some twists i will say that um yeah. but it is it is still like an interesting story the way it lays out even though you know like okay this this is the guy the fraud and this is how he did it yeah so i mean but at the same time i agree when it's like the the capture of the freedmans when you're watching it going like okay no clearly clearly they're they're pedophiles wait no but is the son i don't know because yeah. the cops over here were kind of crappy and I you know that's that is more interesting I suppose yeah uh, there, yeah so I like both there's a f- yeah there's a few and it's weird because I'm not like across the board it's just like uh like I loved um do I want to say this yeah okay I can say this because it doesn't really give away like the actual main swerve but I loved uh Dear Zachary which was oh I still uh, haven't seen that oh you you holy fuck do you need to see that movie that is uh um yeah that is a powerful goddamn thing and uh. So audience at home, Dear Zachary, essentially, it's this guy, um, he's making uh, a documentary, his friend died, so he's making a documentary for his friend's son, Zachary. Um, and his, uh, so his friend's dead, and he's, like, making this uh, video of, like, showing how awesome his dad is. So just interviewing all these people, just showing how wonderful a guy he is, and he's like, oh, it was the life of the party, and blah, 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 just saying how great he is. And then um, uh, it just, it just takes a, it takes a, it takes a weird turn. Well, actually, it starts off this, the, the, the first kind of turn is is given away early enough so I don't feel like there's a spoiler. There's kind of a hint in the air that his um his uh his wife or fiance may have may have killed him. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, if you have Netflix that that information is given in the description. Okay, that's what you, and it's early enough in the movie I feel like that's not giving anything important away. But anyway, as the movie progresses it just gets more and more gripping and then it's just it's a fucking fantastic film. So I recommend wholeheartedly, but it's, you know, it's death-based. Like this is something which I on the surface I'm like sort of not into, but for some reason that one doesn't so it's not like a cross the board thing. I just, mm-hmm. I think it's just that populist kind of. No, I know, yeah. I know. You, well, but it's, but it's also this thing. Like it, it's weird. It, it's weird. Like with, with something like like serial, um, it's 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 kind of weird when people have their minds made up about it because they watched this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because you are, regardless of 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 what you believe about, you're getting like sort of one version of the story, or like, yeah. here's what the evidence that I've collected shows, and you don't know what they're leaving out or whatever. There's a big. One of the one of the big famous true crime books, um, Fatal Vision by Joe McGinnis, I think is the guy's name, was about this Dr. Jeffrey McDonald, whose wife and um daughter were murdered, and he said like a bunch of crazy hippies came in the house and did it. Yeah. And 
the book basically says, no, he didn't. Or like, like, no, they didn't. He did. And it was really kind of sketchy because the guy writing the book was basically embedded with them, um, with his defense team. And was like writing. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, he was yeah. like, oh, no, I'm writing a book about no, gotcha. you and, yeah. and like you're the, the terrible stuff you're going through. And so it was pretty kind of crummy. Mm. There have been other books sort of commenting about that. Errol Morris just wrote a book called Wilderness of Error saying that like, no, that guy's wrong. So there's different ways mm. to, you know, but it's, but it's interesting. Cause yeah, I mean, I don't particularly with the whole serial thing. I, I really enjoyed that show and basically how I came out of it is like, I don't, I'm not saying he didn't do it. I just don't think their version of how he did it is true. Yeah. The, the, the prosecution's version of it, that doesn't, that doesn't hold up whether or not he did it. I don't know, but it's so weird to have like all these people basically off of something that's a piece of pop culture to go like, no, I'm, I'm passing judgment. Well, it's, that's that's kind bizarre. of that's the part of the thing that like gets me a little uncomfortable. It's it, I, I remember the exact conversation that was sitting out. It, so Serial had it's come out; it hadn't reached the peak frenzy, but it was getting rather popular. And uh, people on the bus were uh, talking about some bit of evidence they'd given in the last episode and and theorizing who had who had done the murder or whatever the show's based around. And it just it felt like tw- them talking about Twin Peaks or something. And it's yeah. like that's an actual dead person. That's yeah. not Laura Palmer. Like that's a. That's an actual human being that's life got snuffed out and you're you're gossiping about it on the bus, which, I mean, I guess it's not 100%, like, it's natural or whatever. I just, there's something uncomfortable it just, it just about fe- it. Just, well, I think, it's, I think mm. it just feels weird because you're so used to it being sort of a television conversation. Yeah. A conversation about fict- uh, fictitious stuff and that, sort of, and that same kind of, and I'm not, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, to damn anyone for doing it because I, I do it, you know. Yeah. Um. But it, but it, I do acknowledge that it is a little bit weird to kind of, you know, talk about it in the same way that you would you would talk about breaking. Yeah, the it's the, it's the manner of it is the yeah. thing is the is the kind of that kind of flippant sort of tone. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, but in 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 your last example, the Fatal Vision, they're Irish and they're less than human, so it sure, doesn't really right, matter. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that was brought up in another book or yeah. more of a pamphlet. Yeah, uh, on a well, more of a, a forum post on Stormfront. Yeah. <sighs> God bless you, Stormfront, because if you want to be on the front of the storm, Stormfront. Stormfront's the way to go. Uh, speaking of not that, I um, I was listening to slash reading, because I don't know how you, you say it, the audiobooks of uh, of the Jim Dresden, or the, the oh, Dresden, the Dresden files. files. Yeah, which I believe your, your, your lady friend. Yeah, Hazel is a big fan of those. I, I believe she was the one that turned me on to them. The, uh, the, first, the first book of that series, do you know what it's called? Uh... I'll give you a hint. It's, it just popped my head because of our previous discussion there. Uh, there. Fatal Vision? No. Stormfront. Oh, that's right. No, it is. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Which, that's the thing is, I know Stormfront is a uh, is like a racist uh, uh, chat forum thing. Like, that's, that's right. the, pretty much the extent of my knowledge of that forum. Um, but I don't know. Like, so that phrase means that to me. Right. I mean, I think it's I think it's a meteorological term. No, I, no. But, it, but, I know that. But, yeah. But, that's that, always going to be your association. Re- so I'm like, oh fuck, is he like, is this a, a yeah. thing? Like, yeah. is this is this a reference? Is it like, why are just... all the zombies Puerto Rican? Yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of. Well, that's the thing is, and here's the thing is, I'm, I was also listening to it on the heels of listening to um, Stephen Fry read the Harry Potter books. Oh, now, that's a thing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. It's it's basically all I've listened to for the past like few months, yeah. other than random breaks in between. They're really fun. The, the Dresden books are quite good. It's uh, read by James Marsters, uh, the guy that played Spike for, on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So he does, it's, he's got a quite nice voice. But anyway, um, so reading the Harry Potter things, uh, Stephen Fry, yada, yada. And this is such a dumb association, but 
there's a through line in the Harry Potter books, not so much in the movies. It's in the movies a little bit, but like the the mudbloods, like that there's right. this purity of wizard blood thing. And it, it plays out a lot stronger in the books. So I think it's kind of on the tip of my mind that there's like a, a thing in the wizarding community right. of feeling uh, superior right. to other other people of lesser blood. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that sounds silly, but also this is Harry Dresden, Harry Potter. Right. There's a lot of similarities between the series, like um, thematically and some of the word choices or whatever that I think... I'm not saying he plagiarized, but I think there was some heavy influence uh, uh-huh. from from the Harry Potter towards uh, Harry Dresden. So when I saw Stormfront, I'm like, oh, is this going to be like a, a veiled metaphor here? Like, mm-hmm. like all the Black Wizards are like, uh, um, you know, long hooked noses and can shape change, you know? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and are good with money or something yeah well that's the thing is because also in the harry potter thing goblins are obviously jews in in the harry potter certainly movies. well certainly it uh i mean and i don't know how they're described in the books um uh, but like certainly in the, like the movies like yeah. with the big noses and the and the big ears it's like that yeah you, you had to somewhere in the back of your mind and i'm not i'm not accusing jk Rowling of racism but i just i i i just think that it's that it's kind of funny that like I, I don't know how you could be like that far removed from it to just be like, no, no, this is good. Like this, there's like, no one's going to be, you know, the thing is there's, there's a lot of, but not whatever. a lot, but let me, I, okay. I'm going to say this with kind of a, a light tone because no, it's been out long enough. So uh, spoiler alert for Harry Potter. If you, if you've not read all of it, um, you know, whatever, I'm going to give away important details. So fuck off. Um, she does kind of, the villains are kind of anti-Semitic a little bit because Snape in the book is also described as having a long hook nose and pallid skin. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, it's kind of like his name could have been like Hebe Kikerson. Like it's, yes, yes, it's it very pretty, well could have. That's, it was just almost there. No, no, but it's pretty, well with the names in that fucking yeah. series. It's there's, there's like, there is an undertone. Well, but I think, of, but I think that that goes to sort of a longer sort of historical. Yeah. You know, of like so many, so many villains and in, in things have horribly long and awful noses, uh, and whether whether that came from a tradition of, of anti-Semitism or not. Yeah, it, see, thing. I'm not but, actually sure, but it's it's just it's more like kind of the pallid skin too, kind of just it just the description of him in the books just reminded me of those um uh like the the World War II like uh, Jewish drawings where they're like all like bent yeah, over yeah, yeah. with the like the really horrific yeah. like um. And, you know, I I don't know anything about her politics. She actually seems like a very nice woman. I think she's given away like a billion dollars sure. to charity. Like, I'm sure this is at at worst some just psychological thing from growing up where she did that it kind of just bled out into, you know. Right. Just, well, it's just one of those things like, like you know, like I said, like uh, I, I, I'm i certainly not accusing her of racism, but it, but it, you know, it might just be one of those things that you're too, you're too into it. You're too married to it that you're not really noticing it. Yeah. And, you know, no one went like, hey, are these two Jewish? And it's also, we live in a world, and I'm doing it too, where you're overlooking for things. So I was, I was joking yeah. around about that. I posted, I don't know if you saw my thing on uh, Instagram. I posted the, um, the, the, the light changing, you know, the, you're allowing you to cross the street where uh-huh. it turns from the, the white guy sign to uh-huh. a black, to, to a red hand. Right. So I said, oh, great. The subtle racism of signs that, you know, once the white guy leaves the neighborhood, start running. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's, 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 it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can really make the argument like about absolutely everything. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like I, uh, I was actually talking about this earlier today. Like, could I read about like 20 or 30 more think pieces on Trevor Noah and the daily show? Oh uh, yeah. And just like that whole thing where it's like, everyone's just like it, the thing that the thing that upsets is that it upsets me is that first of all, Twitter is a bad place to have a conversation about anything mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, cause there's no, there's no, it's very, very difficult to have nuance. 
And then just the this sort of outrage machine that gets fed is just so cynical and terrible uh, with that. Where it's like, are you actually angry? Or are you just meeting a deadline? And then it just gets like yeah. story about stories. And that's that's uh, uh, something else we're talking about to, to kind of shift out from that is there was a, an article in Forbes uh, about Portland being the in the top 25, mo- sorry, top 25 most expensive. Oh, yeah. I just yeah, I post that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it was an article in the Willamette Week yeah. about there being a Forbes article that said this. Oh, is that honestly? I didn't even read the Willamette Week article. I just posted it because um, there's a few people that get annoyed anytime I complain about Portland. I kind of oh. like just poking them a bit. Yeah. And also... It's fucking went too goddamn high to or to misquote that guy yeah. from a few years ago. No, in New York. but that's absolutely. But but just that was it. The guy, and this is and, and not to just call it the one week, but everyone does it. But it's just it was yeah. an article about an article. Yeah, you just summarized the article for me. What what? Okay, well, there's a number of things going on here. One I would say to you is um, you know, no one you don't have to read all those think pieces. Yeah. No, no, no. I but I'm just, I'm just they're, they're just yeah. no, but they're just everywhere. They're filling yeah. up my newsfeed. No, no, I, I got you. It's just like I avoid them because like I um. Again, I'm going to go hipster here. I really liked uh, Trevor Noah before this happened because mm-hmm. uh, he was on an episode of QI with Stephen Fry. And I, I have heard I have heard that reference. And uh, boy, was he goddamn charming. Like uh, uh, there's t- t- Sandy Toxvig is a, a BBC personality, uh, uh, a devout, devout uh, 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 sapphic, uh, just a lesbian of the highest order. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, she she goes like you know what I think I might be on the turn here oh, like it's just he no was I've actually heard references so fucking charming yeah on that his show. his appearances on the Daily Show haven't been that great the ones I've I've, I've never seen him on the Daily yeah, Show yeah it's be only honest. just yeah. been okay but it's it's just to me it's just I mean these are tweets from six years ago whatever like I I don't even want to defend it I don't care because I don't care he's not John Stewart that's all well, I yeah. care about well I mean you know? I would also go so far as to say um. Back when Half Baked was getting made, and uh, or John Stewart's earlier career, if they had mm-hmm. Twitter, they could have easily found jokes like that in his. And two, Trevor knows from South fucking Africa, right? And he's a black dude. Like maybe you could give like just the slightest bit of carpal that maybe you shouldn't judge his 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 view on race with the same kind of brush that you would right. Jim Norton or yeah. a white guy from the United States. Yeah. Like I'm not saying like, well, he's black, so he can use the N word, but he's from fucking South Africa and yeah. he's black. I think maybe he's got like a little bit more wiggle room with his view of but what's I, appropriate I, racial interaction. I guess yeah. again, like, so you bothered to find tweets from six years ago? Like, I, I don't know. Oh, well, that's, me, yeah, but that's just you know. Again, people are just looking for right. Stories. That's that's yeah. that's kind of my point. Is that it just yeah. sort of this this? It's like the people complain about the twenty four hour news cycle. Yeah, like the internet's just as bad with that. And yeah, it's it's well. Every time that happens, I have a friend uh, online. Well, this guy that I, we follow each other on Twitter, and he is the anti-reactionary reactionary guy so like when mm. Patton Oswald did his uh, 53 tweets right. uh, which I actually thought was pretty funny I'm yeah. like oh that's a good gimmick and then his brother tweeted one of 53 made some comment and then just never finished which I just I love his brother oh his brother's yeah. great but, uh, Matt uh, Oswald was yeah. it Puddin Strip is that his uh, Puddin Strip yeah, yeah. See, have you ever seen any of those those videos no I meant to watch them when I followed him I never actually got around they're, to it they're yeah. very bizarre some yeah. of them are very funny but his Twitter's hilarious but yeah. um uh, so what, the the guy I know online just goes, well, of course Patton's going to respond because the and he starts doing the anti responder responder mm-hmm. kind of the it's like this is like you don't like one you don't have to respond to everything like that's that's a like a thing that needs to get across in the, right. in the universe so you know it's fine that you don't that you don't comment about the comment about the comment and then two you don't you don't have to take the same stance every single time like mm-hmm. it's it's I mean unless you're like a paid personality. You know, you don't you don't have to always be the reactionary to the reactionary. You know, it's just it's it doesn't have to be that way. Right. And it just gets really to me, it gets annoying because it's like 
there's no, like, I don't, I, you're not having interactions with humans. You're having interactions with, uh, uh, you know, characters. Like, yeah, you know, like, a, basically like just like, they're not even, yeah, I, don't I don't know, know what that right word means. Word, but, <laughs> you know, honestly, that's uh, what, but, I've but probably used like, that word before and I'm right. not entirely sure what it But means. I mean, it's, it's yeah. basically just like, 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 uh, I'm not talking to Alex. I'm talking to a liberal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. Okay. it's yeah. like that. Yeah. Like where it's, it's just like, I guess that's all your personality is or is that all you're deciding to put out online yeah and and you don't want to you don't i mean whatever it's it's your life do what you want with it um yeah there was another one that it's got on my nerves i was i posted to um ancient aliens debunked which is one of my favorite videos that's ever happened Uh it's like a three-hour video and he just goes through and just fucking eviscerates the shit they say in ancient aliens the first two seasons oh it's so good like it is just a fucking beating and it's real it's just it's so fun Mm -hmm. so um Somebody posted a thing about uh, UFOs and Renaissance art or whatever. I'm like, um, oh, well, that's not actually like a UFO. That's a picture of the spirit of God or whatever. Like, it was just this thing I'd heard somewhere. So I found, I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck. That was in that thing. So I, I post the link. He goes, ancient aliens debunk. Yeah, sounds like typical skeptic stuff. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but you, you could, like, read the thing. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, I kind of, like, I get what he's saying there because, like, Oh boy, am I tired of like, hey, you know what I'm going to put in my uh, my Twitter profile? The first thing you see is, I'm an atheist. Like, yeah. oh great, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't like playing Risk is yeah. in my profile now. Yeah. 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 Who cares? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm anti-fucking uh, rugby. There was, uh, uh, I was working at a, at a coffee shop earlier this week because I live in Portland. And mm-hmm. uh, so we're in there and this guy comes in, he's doing construction next door and he knows the owner or something. And, wait, wait, and, sorry. Your work, you were, you were doing work while in a coffee shop. Yes. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, I can see where that's that's. Uh... Well, no. I just, also, I know that uh, you've you've changed jobs around recently. I'm like, right. oh, did you grab like some side work or something? No, no, no. Because no, I was doing the statement works with because right. I live in Portland. Right. Also, yeah. uh, both ways. Yeah, so yeah. yes, I was doing some work while in a yeah. coffee shop, <laughs> and this guy comes in, and I have headphones on, but I can still hear him. And he's complaining about there was some school in California that I think it was like like through the state supreme court or something like that. Did this thing, uh, like some students were going to wear American flag shirts on Cinco de Mayo and like mm-hmm. some court like shut them down because the school stopped them and then they took them to court and the court was yeah. like, no, the school's in the right to do that. Uh, and this guy's like losing his shit to the, to the, um, to the owner. Uh, and it's just like, you know, these fucking liberals go, you know, they're telling people their flag, they'll, you know, they'll burn our flag, but they won't burn our money. You don't like it. Just get out. And it's all this stuff. And Whoa. I'm just, yeah, I'm like, oh my, this is a real person. This is kind of amazing because I don't, you don't see that a whole lot here. Yeah. But then these two, he left, and I'm still working. On these two like 40 year old dudes came in, uh, both skateboarders, and uh, uh, both got tees, and were sitting behind me and like talking about like soil and like just yeah. the most like like white liberal Portland stuff. And I was like, I'm with that first guy now. I, <laughs> you yeah. liberals, like there, oh, that's that's the problem where there is a certain amount of like, oh god, I thought like. Can you stop arguing for the side you're arguing against? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like there's a certain amount of just like, you have to understand that people have to be human beings too. You right. can't like, it's just, I have other shit to be concerned with. Like, I don't like, frankly, I'm actually rather interested in sustainability. Like I, it's something I do think about rather right. often. I would rather join the NRA and, and, and burn a cross on someone's yard than have a conversation about sustainability every day. Cause Oh my God, shut up. No, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to convert my backyard to a this. Right. I well, don't want to have a this. Like, just no, stop like the, talking the, about tiny houses. The, um, <laughs> like the, the super, you know, kind of going back to the whole outrage thing, like the super, um, everything is problematic cross like that. Like I am, 
like 99.5%, I agree with you. But I still sometimes feel like pre-rape accusation Bill Cosby yelling at young black children. You know, where I'm just like, oh, don't do that. You you make us all look like reactionary idiots. Yeah. But, you know. I, I, I completely understand that. Uh, that That's a thing. Is they're arguing for the other side. It's like you were just, you're making a parody of. Right. Like, do you understand how embarrassing it is for me to say I'm vegetarian? Especially oh, in this sure. round. Where it's just like, no, but I'm not, I'm not one of them. No, I had, I had a question today that I, that I never thought of. Oh. Um, are there like militant like like vegans that are so militant that they won't eat bread because yeast is a living thing um i have had this thought before oh, well, not this thought i've had it for a similar one where uh you know bow weevils and other shit like that that get killed while you know threshing grain or picking mm-hmm. vegetables or whatever uh would that count against their uh, veganism. So, uh, you know, I don't, I actually don't know the answer to that. Cause I think, I mean, I think you would have to like live a Howard Hughes. I mean, I doubt it again. This was just something like I was having bread today and I was thinking about how fluffy it is. And I was going to yeast and like, wait a minute. And how weird it is that this, that, you know, how the well, rice I mean, and all that. I suppose you could say, um, you could probably get, uh, unleavened bread. Isn't that without yeast? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, at a certain point you're going to, throughout your day, you're going to be killing bacteria. In, in, or doing something yeah. to, you know. Well, there's this, um, I think I think the people to look at, and not to say that this is an answer, but it's something that would be easier to get and you wouldn't have to talk to vegans, is uh, look at, there's a sect in Hinduism called the Jainists, or maybe they're a, an offshoot of Hinduism, mm-hmm. but they're Jains, J-A-I-N, I think. But they're um, like 100% anti-killing to the point that they take these soft uh, bristle brooms um, and then sweep in front of them so they don't step on insects. Oh, wow. Like they, they are like, they're their entire kind of reality is based around the not taking of any life accidental or otherwise. Um, That's some dedication. Yeah. So I, I think to find the answer to the, to the bread question, uh, uh, I think, I think we could probably look to them. Um, yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. I mean, not like, well, not no, that's just like, ha ha in your face. No, you know, but, I don't care what you, what you decide to do. But it's one of those things where, again, I don't want to talk to militant vegans. Uh, right. Like if you don't eat honey because of, you know, because you're a vegan, um, I just, just shut up and stop. Like, just stop every, no. I don't even have, like, a logical argument. Right. It just, just no. Can you just, like, also, don't ride a tall unicycle. Just stop. <laughs> well, that's it. Like, I, I, you know, and, and some of it is, is like, with the, with the unicycle thing, some of it is, is, I guess, what I've decided is the intent. But I, I used to see a guy, uh, he would, I think it was, like, he would, like, commute to and from Burnside. And he was on a unicycle. And he was, like, really, really working. Yeah. I'm like, now, if this is, if you're some, like, I this is how I stay in shape. Like, this is crazy because you can see him. Like, he's got, like, even, like, little handlebars things. But he's really – because you have to work really hard on that. Thing. Yeah. That's one thing. But if it's just, like, look at me, yeah. you see, can go I'm, to hell. I'm, I'm okay with that because I remember this is pre-unicycling uh, being, like, kind of a hip thing, hipster thing. Not hip thing, hipster thing. I remember seeing the mountain unicycling thing that was, like – I don't know if it still goes on, but there was, like, a brief phrase with these kind of big studded tire unicycles. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of badass. Like, I'm not going to do it, but it's, like – they were doing it to stay in shape. It yeah. was like actually an incredibly challenging thing. And I'm like, no, you're not doing this to get attention. Right. You're just happen to be into something no, I just they, don't jive with. So my my girlfriend races cyclocross and uh, every year in Bend, there's a big. So it's like what? Once a month? Yeah. Uh, what? Cyclocross. Uh, oh, geez. Really? <laughs> it's a men's <laughs> joke. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but there's a big thing in Bend and, it's, and on Halloween. So on usually... All the oh, because they're afraid of Dracula because of all the blood. Right. Yes. That's what the yeah, cross, keep it going. That's yeah. the cross no, comes double in. Double down. Yeah, Absolutely double cross. down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gotcha. And uh, – You don't like garlic. 
No, please keep talking. Anyway, I keep going. Yeah, no, 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 I don't want to. Uh, but some people dress up and whatever, and and ride stupid bikes and stuff yeah. like that. And there was a team of like all like teenage kids that all rode the course. And this is you know lots of uh, hills and and uh, obstacles and like that. They all did it on unicycles, and it was yeah. amazing to watch. See, set and setting, perfectly acceptable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just you know, randomly uh, uh, doing it down the street, and it's not. And again, it, I feel bad for the people that did it six years ago because it's like they're like. Man, you know, it'd be cool. Like, I would like to ride a big ass unicycle, mm-hmm. and I have no problem with that first guy, the first ten guys. It's guy like number eleven through fifteen. Where it's like, you, you saw that and went, "Ooh, there's a good way to get people to look at me." I mean, maybe yeah. not consciously. But if you, but if you well, if you also decided like, like, hey, like I'm gonna just be this whole clown lifestyle thing, not necessarily a juggalo, but you know, there's yeah. like, there's some clowns in Portland. Uh, if you're just like, hey, that's gonna be my thing. Yeah, fine. Yeah, you I'm know? fine with it. Yeah, I just I like I happen to not like agree that this is like a cool thing, but. I give you, please enjoy whatever life you I feel would, like enjoying. I would like to see someone in like a Fonzie leather jacket and like sunglasses, like Wayfair, like sunglasses. Yeah. Being like, hey, riding, riding a unicycle. I would like to see that. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. Uh, because it's on request. Because mm-hmm. it'd be like, well, dance monkey. Right. Like we could play like one of those like uh, organ, you know, grinder organ things and, mm-hmm. and make the hipster monkeys dance for or us. Or if he could do a thing where he could, he would ride up to a jukebox and then like, sort of like jump and, and tap on it with his wheel to make the right song play. That would be cool. mm. No, I do, I do like it. And then um, they could have another person uh, with uh, rainbow suspenders on a different unicycle, mm-hmm. and they could joust each other. One with the power of uh, of of whatever Mork did, and then Fonzie fighting him with a thumbs up because that happened mm-hmm. in that episode, and it was I, really embarrassing. I don't know what Mork. Yeah, I've never seen that episode. Oh yeah, uh, it was like it was how they were trying to do like kind of a sideways. Um, uh, pilot for Mork and Mindy. Well, yeah, well that's how Mork got introduced. Yeah. He was and, a, um, a spinoff from Happy. He Days. fought uh, Fonzie, so he like froze him using Mork powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Fonzie fought back by slowly fighting his thumb into the upwards position. I'm not, I'm not making this up. This actually happened in an episode of Happy Days. That is a great example of positivity, keeping it positive. Yeah, and uh, and I'm, I'm quoting some idiot I heard at a bar one night by saying, "And that's when that show jumped the shark." Somebody you- referenced a different part of it. I'm not kidding. Somebody referenced a different episode of Happy Days and said that's the episode that it jumped the shark. And I was, I was fucking oh, dumbfounded. It may be like, did they? Were they? I mean, no, they were it was serious. not. This was this was not a. They they knew the phrase "jump the shark" and was not aware of the fact that they were using it towards the show that spawned the phrase. Uh-huh. And it made me happy on this. Like, I don't, like, I am I rarely feel like I'm right about anything. Uh-huh. And it was, like, one of those moments where I just kind of felt like this, like, warmth of my hatred kind of fill me and <laughs> hug me and went, no, I'm right. Like, <laughs> these people are fucking idiots. Like, they really do walk in the worst part of the sidewalk. They oh, do yeah. list in the direction you're trying to pass them from. Like, mm-hmm. these, these are just, these are just bumbling fucking idiot monkeys yeah. traveling through the universe. Jump the shark. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> And here's the thing, if anybody at home is confused as to what why that's funny, you're not the type of person that's going to use that phrase, so don't worry. Don't, it's fine. You're not, you're good. Uh, it, like, we're, we're happy with you. All right. you're, you're wearing a smoking jacket and reading some prose. Yes, yes. Or just, you know, you're not a fucking nerd that's versed in television that right. went off the air before they were born. Yeah. That is true. That is also true. Like us. Like us. We have questions, sort of. Our friend, Altered underscore one. Oh, good old Altered. Asks us. You're a buddy comedy action duo. Well, no, we're not. So I'm not going to read the rest of your question. You're wrong already. I'm a podcaster, and uh, John John works in, like, video production. So 
What an idiot. Like, you wrote into my show. Well, oh, wait, there's more. Well, oh, well, I was going to say, I am getting too old for this shit. Hmm. Well, I am going to retire in three days. Oh, look, a man with a gun is walking in the apartment. And it's going to take him two days to get here. Yes. You're a buddy comedy action duo. What is the most badass thing you do in your blockbuster movie? Um, I had a... Not sweat for five minutes. I don't... Yeah. Um, I wasn't... I'm trying to remember what I... Uh... Was this a dream? Fuck. I think I dreamed about puns. I have a thing. Wait, what are I was doing with Blockbuster? Oh, I'm, a, oh, I'm so annoyed. I had a dream once where someone was calling cocaine uh, party grit. <laughs> so I imagine we would it, we would be fighting <laughs> we'd be fighting someone that's selling party grit. I would like to do something uh, where uh, you uh, we get we get the bad guy. We've done whatever. We've stopped the cartel. Whatever. You get the bad guy. You um, punch him in the chest, mm -hmm. goes through the chest, pulls pulls yeah. out his heart, still beating heart. And you throw it over your shoulder like you like. Bleh, I thought this would be blacker, you know, or like yeah. you know, and you throw it over your not the guy's black, but that it's a it's an evil heart. Yeah, uh, you throw it over your uh, your shoulder like nonchalantly. I spin kick it in the air, do a jump around, and spin kick it goes back in the guy's chest, and he explodes. I like it. I think that'd be pretty cool. I like it a lot. I would like to tweak this just a little bit to make it more scientifically accurate. Uh, he is standing next yeah, to Yeah, I think it was pretty scientifically accurate. Well, no, no, here's just one little thing. I think I know his, how the body works. We had just started the microwave before that, and he has a pacemaker. So mm. when you kicked his heart back into his chest, the pacemaker interacting with the microwaves caused it to explode. Because mm. here's the thing. I don't want those fucking myth busters on our asses That's again. That's true. You know? Hey, it's free publicity. It is, but, you know, after that last debacle, you know, mm -hmm. who knew? You know, by the way, yeah, grave robbing. Like, that's a crime. No, yeah. Um, I think um, Blockbuster, by the way, was, um, I was, I went on this thing in my head, and I responded to him, not fully, because it's on Twitter, but uh, of how fucking fun it would be to be like Leonard Malter and one of those guys when the Mario Brothers movie came out and just how much it wasn't a blockbuster because they bust yeah. blocks in the game and how the internal pun machine would would cause me to have like a pungasm of it's not a blockbuster in a movie about blockbusting. Oh, yeah. this is this is fantastic. Well, I think Question mark block, not the blockbuster, you know. I think that's something else that's been driving me nuts about the whole Trevor Noah thing is that like no one has said a flood of complaints or no one's used flood. This is Noah. Trevor Noah, flood, like just there's there's so many ample opportunities for terrible puns. Oh yeah, that's a know? good point. And the complaints have been coming on two by two, or you know something that you know. Yeah, like insulting seven of each clean animal, like the people that aren't Jews. Right. I mean that wasn't a snappy, but you know. Right. You get the idea. It was almost there. Yeah, that's another thing um, about the Noah story, you know, because that's what we're talking about. Um, it wasn't two of each kind. It was uh, it was a uh, two of each kind of unclean animal, uh, and then sure. uh, uh, seven of, of each clean beast. And yeah. uh, brontosauruses. I watched the yeah. show. I saw a show on the TBN once that the guy was explaining like how how, how they got dinosaurs on there. I'm going to go back to that. Um, but let me answer this. Uh, buddy comedy action duo. I don't remember if I've ever said this on the show before. Um, so John and I are buddy comedy action duo. Um, more so in the traditional um, lethal weapon thing. Tango and cash. No, stick with Lethal Weapon, thank you. But it's it's nice that you're trying. Um, the best movie. It's the best one. Yeah, I just wish they had a uh, sequel that uh, could be called, you know, uh, Tango and Cash 2, you know, uh, Salsa T Good Fun or something. Tangoer and Casher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, two Tango, two Cash. Yeah. Um, so you you get shot because it you're It takes dazed. two to Tango and Cash. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean it, in that it's terrible, but mm -hmm. it's not bad. Um, 
they uh so uh you me and you were were, were partners in the in the police department uh also also partners in the bedroom and mm-hmm. um you get killed because you're on your way to retire for some reason yeah um you know well, that's I, the way it works i am too old for this shit you, you were getting too old i'm sorry i'm old i'm too old for this explosion yes well no no you haven't spun kicked anything in a while well that's that's what happened is that uh um i was about to say like i'm getting too old for this shh and then um i tried to do a spin kick and then my leg exploded and well, I, I was actually more thinking you're a robot that's powered by feces. Oh, And sure. literally, your your machinery is breaking down. Oh, that's so, this new movie. Is that, yeah, you're 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 a robot that's powered by feces. That I have to shit into you in the act of lovemaking. It has to be. It has to be. <laughs> Wait, why am I a robot? Well, we're still fucking. Well, because you're my partner, partner. Oh, okay. Jeez, follow okay. the fucking All right. plot. I'm sorry. I'm Come sorry. Come on. This is also going to be called him. Um. <laughs> so you you get killed or dis- disassembled, Johnny Five. Um. Mm-hmm. Los Locos kicked your ass into outer space. Sure. And uh. So you die. So I, 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 the rest of the movie is me hunting down the bad guy. And this is an idea I had for a while, other than the whole robot buddy partner part. Right. But at the end <laughs> of the, the film, so oh, but the whole shitting into someone that was still part of it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, come on, I am German. Um, so the whole movie is you know traditional uh, action movie kind of die hard kind of thing, wherein at the end there's the epic showdown between the bad guy, you mm-hmm. know, played by you know uh, uh, Severus Snape or somebody like that. Um, and uh, so it's like you know this shoot out on a hill like the bad guy's got this the briefcase full of uh diamonds or or secret nuclear codes and uh i've got you know some kind of convenient way to get to my gun a la bruce willis with the gun taped to his back mm-hmm. in the with christmas tape and i get him quicker to the draw pull the trigger i'm out of bullets and then the bad guy just puts one through my head and i fall to the ground dead with my brains on the ground and then he gets on the helicopter that lands with the really hot chick that's sitting there waiting for him. Right. Uh, and then he gets on with his suitcase full of money. And that's the end of the film. All like, right. we just did 90 minutes of a traditional film. And then at the end, it's just the bad guy and won. Then, like, just, and there's no, like, there's no resolution. It's just, no, that's the way the movie ended. Well, have you ever seen To Live or Die in L.A.? No. Okay, it's kind of like that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't realize this has happened before because I've yeah. never I've never read into this. I mean, kind of yeah. like there's more to it than that, oh, okay. uh, and the movie goes on after that. But it, but and and spoiler alert for a, for a, a near thirty year old movie. Yeah. But yeah, at a certain point, like is like what's his name? Uh, the guy from Manhunter and CSI with the really bad bow legs, uh, William Peterson, I think his name is. Yeah, I know the guy you're talking about. I don't think I know his name. Uh, but yeah, he's like this 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 uh, loose cannon cop. It's a, it's a good movie. Check it out. Yeah. But just like at a certain point, like they go do a thing and he just gets shot in the face, like completely out of nowhere. Yeah. And then I guess the studio hated it because there's an alternate ending where he and his partner get sent to uh, like a remote Alaskan like outpost because they, you know, they broke oh, really? the rules. Oh, right. Because, um, yeah, the studio was like, no, you can't do that. You yeah, see, that's – uh, yeah, but that's why I want it to be like a really cheesy 100% action movie thing yeah. where it's like direct – like it's just directly – Oh, this is such a cheesy concept. Like, I've seen this movie a million times before, and then wait, what the what? What? Yeah. what the well, f- also <laughs> just like unceremoniously uh, do it. Like, there was a lot of outcry. Comics kind of did this in the in the absolutely atrocious uh, Final Crisis, uh, DC's Final Crisis. There's just a panel where they just killed Martian Manhunter. They just oh, just out of nowhere. Just just like well, yeah, yeah it was well, it was this whole like this this villain Libra shows up, and I said this. I was like, oh, because I could do this, and then just like. Stabs Martian Manhunter, who he has like kidnapped or something. Yeah, and like that's it. There's, that's all that's given to it is that he just murdered Martian Manhunter. So so imagine like having a movie like Bad Boys or something like that, and then just halfway through the thing, Martin Lawrence just gets shot in the face, and then it just mm. keeps going. Yeah, you know that can work though because I would argue that um, uh, Serenity or Firefly, whichever was the movie 
Um, uh, Serenity was the movie. Serenity, uh, where Wash dies. Okay, I haven't, I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, it's, I mean, I know that he. Yeah, dies. it's essentially he gets through this massive space flight, uh, dodging everything. Like he literally's got like this Zen cone. He's like, I'm a leaf on the wind. And he's spinning through like mm-hmm. impossibly. Sh- like this is the most impossible flight ever. They land and they're like, holy. And they're all doing this, and then just uh, like like basically a steel girder just comes in and just impales him, and he's just dead oh, yeah. immediately. Like, and I loved it because like, oh, you just made this movie like super real. Like it was right. really effective, right? Because no, but, it's like killing Han Solo. Like you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could have just you know like in the like second or third film, but yeah, right, and, right. But just it just feels like it's like watching a James Bond movie. You know, nothing's going to happen to James. Bond. Yeah, and then yeah. yeah. So um, uh, I don't remember why we're talking. Oh yeah, so that would be my thing. Is is the is the action movie where in the end, uh, you know, you, you right. just the bad, the good guy, just, just dead. Like, like yeah. Alan Rickman would be, you know, yippee ki motherfucker. Right. And then just walks around the corner and then like slits, uh, 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 Bruce Willis's throat. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Like maybe Holly goes, wow, you are a man. And then they like, just go off and like, and poop like, in a robot together and, <laughs> and poop in a robot together, like real love. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, Noah, um, uh, having brontosauruses on the on the ark, I've never been more frustrated in my life until recently when I listened to an episode of the show uh, of a show that I otherwise very much like. And and I, I'm not going to name the show. You guys can figure it out. It wouldn't be all that difficult. But was it the Alex cast? No, no. He had a he had a, a flat earther on. Oh. <laughs> but he opened he opened the show saying like. This guy's gonna like. I'm telling you, this guy's gonna open your mind. Like, I'm not saying I believe him, but like, he's gonna give you some shit that's you're gonna have to think about. Is it Art Bell? Is it no, it's but it's like that. But okay. it, no, but I like. I'm kind of a friends with the dude, like, so I don't want to like. Okay, okay, I think he just okay. got okay. The guy that was on was good at saying stuff, right? That if you didn't have the science background, and I'm not saying I have a great science background, but if you weren't like, if you didn't have like kind of that basic kind of knowledge of science and like how mm-hmm. you know how stuff works. Um, I could see getting kind of not falling for, but I could see you kind of listening a little bit more intently than if, if you, you know, so, um, and I'm, I'm having like, just, just, I don't know if like moron headaches is a term, but it should be like, I, I'm like, my brain is hurting because right. he, it's just, it's like, it's so wrong. So he goes, everybody in the ancient world knew, you know, they all had this model of the flat earth. I'm like, no, they didn't. And here's here's one of the fun things, and that's what I'm saying to the audience and, and you. Um, they didn't. Like all the ancient world knew the world was round. Like there there's there's writings of uh, ancient Greece. It's like third uh, century BCE, uh, where where this guy figured out the circumference of the Earth uh, using a stick. They literally dug a hole on the solstice, and then he had another hole like X number of miles away, and he judged the distance in the shadow length. Uh, of the stick he put in the hole. So he's like, oh, well, that's like seven degrees. That must be this. And he figured out the earth was like, uh, I think, I think he said, he said like 25,000 miles. Like he was within, I think like 400 miles of hmm. the actual, like it's like all of, all of the celestial movements, the prediction, every, it's, I was just so frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe I should have this guy on the show and just, and just eviscerate him. Like I should, but then I was thinking about it. It's like, I can't though, because he knows, like he, he would nitpick me to death on things yeah. where it's like, I would never lose a point, but I could never win the argument. Cause it would just like be like this snippy, snippy, snippy. Like, well, yeah, yeah. You, you, you watch someone like, like Sean Hannity or, or, or Alex Jones yes. or whatever. 
Well, actually, it just blows up and yells. No, but, but sometimes uh, he does. Or David Icke might be a better example where he can just yeah. rattle off, you know, like things that sort of seem like they're an argument to what you're saying. Yeah, but, or yeah. catch you on like one tiny point and then just press it and press it and yeah. press it and press it until that becomes the main focus and then it's no longer. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I was going through the argument in my head and because at one point he goes, uh, he was referring to like the, the Freemasons. He actually says Neil deGrasse Tyson is a Freemason and that uh, so is uh, Isaac oh. Newton and this is a, <laughs> uh, uh, Einstein. These are a sequence, sequence of Freemasons. Uh, and they're like hiding the secret knowledge. Why? And but in my head, I'm just I'm I'm like I would start arguing that, and I'm like, no, see, this is the problem because I would start arguing that, yeah. and the next thing I do now I'm uh, it's like there's this um argumentative thing with in politics where I'm going to explain this poorly, but you may be familiar with uh, you asked the question. Well, so have you, oh, oh uh, so you've stopped beating your wife? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Where yeah, it's yeah. like if if you don't answer now that's in the air. If you answer now, you've dignified it with a response right. kind of thing where. I, I was just kind of having these like kind of tremors in my head. I'm like, I can't, yeah. I, I can't even like, cause I'm not a, like a, a believer in stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not one to like toe the corporate, like, like he's like, saying like, Oh, you've been brainwashed into, into these believe things. Me, yeah. And like, you don't question the paradigm. It's like, well, no, the, here's the thing is I do question the, I question like every paradigm, but like, GPS wouldn't work. But I guess plane flight wouldn't work. Like, n- n- oh my God! This, but there's, but no. the, I guess, I guess my what what it really boils down to for me is why? Why does why? What, what do you game at? Like I, these guys I, I, have I, to not know that the Earth is. I don't know. It's flat. it's like, it's, what? it's so frustrating because also this wasn't a thing. This was in like the 1700s or something. There was some writer uh, that claimed that the ancients thought the world was flat, but it never it never happened. Like like Columbus knew the world was round. He just thought it was smaller. Like, he uh-huh. thought he was circumnavigating the globe to get to India. He just right. thought the Earth was smaller, that there wasn't another... Like, yeah. the, everybody knew this. And it's just so fresh because you're like, you're, you're, you're like, arguing, a, like, a tertiary dumb point. Like, you're thrice dumb to yeah. get to that. Like, the, the just, i just so frustrated. And I'm like, I don't even know how to... And I'm, I don't even... And then it's just this thing of, like, maybe I should just stop, stop listening to this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's... It's so like, and I just, I almost had like this appreciation of like the, the kind of annoyed shithead atheists, which I was saying before, like how much it it annoys me when like their thing is in their profile where it's like, I'm sorry, like maybe, maybe this is what it feels like to them where it's, they're just so frustrated by this kind of shit. Yeah. But it's like, but this is so easily, it's, there's just like GPS wouldn't work, but every plane flight, like, and he goes, well, you can't see the horizon. Like, but so I I I sent a, a thing of the Bonneville Salt Flats where it's like one of the places on the Earth that you can actually see the curvature of the Earth. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you, like with your eyeballs. But you know what about the, the? It's a Freemason. Yeah. Did you think about that? That the, it's like it's like a um, Mogo the planet. A it's it's a Freemason. It's like Ogo, oh, it's like I, Mogo the planet that's a Freemason. Here's like thing. this is a geographical yeah. location. Oh, not it's a Freemason. It's a Green Lantern. Not a, I just not a Freemason, I but it's I, a fr- I Freudianed a much worse pun for you. I think you said it was a Freemason. Oh boy! Which, which are oh, like, boy. I was like, oh John, that was horrible. That I'm was, like, I have to call attention to it. I'm like, that oh no, you really said, bad. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like, the, yeah, it's like, yes. So you're saying the actual Bonneville Salt Flats are like the, it? It is in entirety is a Freemason. It yeah. is a Freemason, like like the planet, Green like Lantern. the planet Mogo. Yeah, which is Mogo. Yeah. Uh, okay, I did not know that. I mean, I guess I did, but um, I'm uh, yeah, it's just a thing. So I was just I I've I it, like I'm I'm at a loss because it's like I want to like. Like, I want this to be, like, a quest. Like, I want to, like, my friend Colin's quite good at science. Um, Like, he he knows, like, the equations and stuff. Right. 
like which I'm aware of, but it's not like I can like rattle it off. And you yeah. need like a rattle off kind of guy. Like I'm good at the arguing side, but like I kind of need him to be like, hey, you tell me right. like that thing that I understand because it's just bloody fucking obvious. Uh, you say the words for it, uh, but but you you basically are describing how every internet argument works. Like, has there have been so many times? Yeah. Actually, I, there's a friend of mine that I specifically every day, I only see him once in a while. He's got a kid, whatever. And, uh, uh, so we only get together every once in a while, and um, there's always a section where we talk about different internet arguments that we've gone in or oh, almost yeah. gotten in. Because <coughs> sometimes it's, it's it's hard to he particularly like he works with someone who is uh, who's an anti vaxxer so there's that. Yeah, but then he'll also just various things online. Uh, uh, but there's there's so many things where on on Facebook I've just started kind of now to some extent on Facebook, just hiding stuff where I'm just like, oh, yeah, not yeah. like, like, Oh, I disagree with that. You're gone. But it's something where it's just like, I'm so tired of seeing the stuff you're writing all the time. Like I've just, yeah, I don't care anymore. I just rarely get to the point that I actually get frustrated by it. Like mm-hmm. get to the point where it's like, no, you know what? I need, I need, I need to argue this. Like usually yeah. I just go, well, I disagree with you. Like mm-hmm. I'm usually fine with idiots having idiot point. Like the anti-vaxxer thing. Like I actually, that I feel like makes even that makes more sense than the flatter thing because the anti-vaxxer thing is based on uh, kind of sexy bad science right. where there was a reason there was a significant rise in autism rates which most people think it's uh, because we're just diagnosing autism more frequently so it's mm-hmm. it's actually more of a semantics argument than a, but either way you can there's sexy graphs you can look at so it's like I can kind of like not that I not that I could ever agree with them but it's far less frustrating for me. Uh, mm-hmm. than, than something that it's, I mean, it's, it's, uh, what's it called? Like made from whole cloth. Like it's not, this isn't a natural progression in, in this day and age to, to, to try to prove a flat earth. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's like, I get the 6,000 year old earth thing. Cause you're indoctrinated from youth. Like I, I, I get that. Right. I don't respect it. You're obviously wrong, but it kind of makes sense. But this is just, it, it's, it would be like someone going, oh yeah, nine eleven was, uh, was, was caused by uh, a spaceship that shot lasers. Right. Where it's just like, what? No, it's a spaceship that shot. La- and then just, just start making points to prove it. Like, right. But you, you know, there's no, like, there's no even need for it. There's no, yeah. there's no need for that. Like, why would you even just pull the, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. J a tiger got JFK. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I've heard that. Actually, my favorite JFK thing, uh, it was one I heard somewhat recently. We didn't start the fire. Uh, what, oh, did they say JFK in that? JFK blown away. What else do I have to say? Oh, yeah. Um, I know Leonard Bernstein. No, that's... Uh, oh, that's the other one. That's the other one. Yeah, that's I know. The th- end of the world. Is, yeah, you know, I, the, the songs that you say which a bunch of stuff in a row. but we didn't start the fire. At the end of the world did happen. Uh, if you remember, uh, it was uh, the 21st mm-hmm. of December in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are living in the post-rapture world. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace, Blondie. Um, let nice. us do this. Okay. I'm going to walk to the kitchen. Okay. And then get myself a beer. Would you like me to grab one of yours while I'm over there? Sure, why not? Um, I don't know. But while I'm gone, I have a request of you. Mm-hmm. Just to just fill time? Well, no, no. Well, to fill time, but to fill time in a very specific way. I would uh-huh. like you to talk about your individual experience and, well, frankly, love and desire for a certain place that can be found at 14 Northeast 22nd and Facebook.com slash the standard PDX. I'll be back shortly. I don't know where that is. That, you know, the, pl- the, the, the one with the, the bathrooms with the hole? Where we met. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh. The bathroom hole. Uh, no, the standard, Northeast 22nd and uh, 14 Northeast 22nd. It's a fantastic bar. They have shuffleboard now. The shuffleboard table is back, newly uh, built in and professionally resurfaced. 
Uh, so you can uh, shuffleboard while you drink, if that's your thing. They also have video poker, because every bar does. And uh, pinball, which is another thing that bars have. Uh, great drink specials, particularly if you like whiskeys. Uh, currently, that's uh, that's a frequent drink special. But it's uh, Pendleton, uh, other ones. But then that's only four roses. But that changes. That'll change with the seasons. Uh, yeah. 14 I, Northeast, 22nd. I nailed this. I'm I thought I heard, you, I heard you doing pretty well. I heard you reference that there's whiskey specials, which I tend to forget. So yeah. the ones I always talk about is the Wednesday $1 hams night, which, by the way, last night I was there for $1 hams night. Mm-hmm. You know what I drank? Uh, hams? Yeah, for a dollar. Oh, wow. I was I was there, but just at happy hour. Uh, they, had, they had Upright on tap, which I'm a big fan of. There you go. Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, I always talk about, like, the night specials, the the, the special ones. They, they have, like, a good happy hour there. Yeah, they do. They really do. I, I just never go and drink while it's happy hour. Mm-hmm. That's usually that's usually post-work hour. Yeah, I, I don't like drinking immediately after work because the... Um, I like I like being able to kind of pass out directly into bed because sure. the existential angst of like, like going home after having a few drinks and then it's like oh well now I'm alone and the only thing I ever do right. is over so I guess I'll just look at a wall and wait to die. Yeah, usually if if I'm there I'm just I'm killing time uh, while my girlfriend goes is like yeah. racing bikes or something. Like well, that's healthy. the thing is you you so I just you know yeah. hey I just get off work and I I uh, circle that square. Just take the edge off. Yeah. And you're like, you're like 14 Northeast 22nd. 14. Yep. Facebook.com slash the standard PDX. Uh, no, I understand. But you know, you, you know, you're, you're, you know, a homeowner in a stable relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I, I have chickens too. I live in a, I, I, I live in a basement apartment and talking to microphones to myself. Yeah. I By talk, the way, well, I talk to my cats. As of right now, I have talked to myself 200 times. Oh, that's what, yes. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Uh, I've laid down the guts of episode 200. And uh, and this is episode one ninety nine. So I uh, oh really oh yeah. I'm I'm happy to be in the the last part of the hundo. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I was talking to to uh, uh, a special guest. Oh yeah, thank you for not saying that. Yeah, I would yeah, have yeah. to I would have to blank that out. Yeah. yeah. No, I was I was talking to to someone involved in the two hundredth episode. Yeah. And it, and it sounds like a lot of fun. Oh no, good. The, the extravaganza uh will will be out. Uh, so next uh next episode. So everybody make sure to tune into that because. It's uh, it's gonna be. You know, what it's gonna be. It's gonna be a corker. Oh, is it? Is it a squeaker? Mm, probably not. It's not really applicable. No, but here's the thing: is I don't really know what a corker is either. I mean, like, mm-hmm. unless you're like in cork. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna pop. It's gonna pop the champagne. It's gonna. Um, mm. You know what? You make a really good point there. That maybe. probably is where that comes from. Uh, because you pop corks. Or and your pop pe- goes the weasel because the weasel goes pop. Okay. Oh, also, this was something I was thinking on the way on the way Ooh, down here. Please. Uh, about third base, actually, mm-hmm. which is uh, I I I really kind of like third base. Uh, I'm not like a huge expert on them, but but I do en- enjoy them. And uh, wait, uh, can you catch the audience up? Because um, third base was like this white. Well, it wasn't all white. There, they had a they had a black guy in there. Uh, it was a rap group from the from the 80s, uh, early 90s. It was Pete Nice, MC Search, and then of course I don't remember the the DJ's name. Uh, David, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I'm, like I said, I, I only kind of like him. Yeah. Uh, but DJ uh, Harold's Pennyworth, most likely. Yeah, but uh, so MC Search was on the Ed Lova show, which Ooh. I have, I have Cirrus XM in my car, and my new job uh, where I work now is downtown, and so I frequently am driving, and I like that show just because I'm not like the biggest hip hop fan, but I just love listening to Ed Lover just talk to like he'll have guests on 
from like you know people back in the day. And I just love listening to them talk about back in the day. They yeah. just have fascinating stories, whatever. MC Search was on there telling a story about how MC Hammer tried to have them killed uh, huh? due to some due to some diss they gave. Now they mentioned in their song "Gas Face" that Hammer gets the gas face, but a lot of people get the gas face in that song. But this was about an earlier song um, from an album called "The Cactus." Uh, Hammer had an album out at the time called uh, "Turn This Mother Out," and I think this was before he was he was super big. Yeah. With, uh, Please Hammer, no Hammer, yeah, this Hammer. This is uh, this album called uh, uh, "Turn This Mother Out," and on the cactus they said the cactus. They had a song on the cactus called "The Cactus," and there's a line in there where Pete and I says the cactus is going to turn Hammer's mother out, like slickly saying our album's going to do better than your album. Yeah. Or uh, that he's, but then to, Hammer took it yeah. as like you're ditching diss my mom. So there's this whole yeah. thing where like he apparently him and this other guy and like Lewis Brunner Brunner I didn't I didn't catch it, but uh, uh like got the Crips involved where they were gonna kill him and it, really it's this whole thing where, uh, that involves sitting next to Michael Jackson uh, uh, a guy in a wheelchair sitting next to Michael Jackson at the American Music Awards. It's, well, thing if you can find it online, like I, I don't want to want to retell the yeah. whole story because it's just an interesting story to have him tell it. But yeah, it, apparently MC Hammer, according to MC Search. MC Hammer tried to have them killed. That's kind of we well, here. Here's what's odd about that is MC Hammer. My association with him is he's he's quite a religious fellow. Yeah, uh, and was I seem to remember he was back then as well. Yeah, so that's interesting to try to get someone killed. As a, well, yeah, well you uh, you think of well, and then the, there was that whole thing when um, gangsta rap started to uh, um, uh, get big. He tried to change his image and become just Hammer, and he had one song called Pumps in a Bump. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I like girls with the bumps in the bump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it yeah. was just like it was terrible, and it was just like Hammer. What are you doing? Yeah, like, this, yeah. Is, what are oh, you I doing? Oh, I forgot about that. And so I don't know. Like, I, so maybe this was during that time. I don't know. But he, uh. Uh, 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 well, I think he said it was like the late nine, like eighty nine or something like that. So it was like it had something to do with because Michael Jackson was winning a lot of awards at the at the. Uh, no, the, yeah, that was that was pre. The, yeah, that was pre Hammer going gangsta rap. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, but uh, so I don't know when that that Hammer album came wow. out. Wow, that was that's the story MC Search told. But it was this thing where I was supposed to meet, um, I was supposed to meet someone, uh, a mutual friend, Chris, and uh, uh, I sat in my car for ten minutes listening to the end of the story because I was just like, this is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Also, I remember the song Pumps in a Moment because I do remember that. Yeah. Because that album, I think he he put out where it's like it was the cover was like in black and white and he was trying to look tough and like serious. Well, that, yeah. uh, Too Legit to Quit had that as well. Oh, was it? It was just him. But it was all white. It's him, black and white. Oh, shirtless with suspenders on. I think that's the one I'm thinking of actually. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Now Much like there. the dude from um, CNC Music Factory, but with suspenders. Oh. Well, I think his name was Freedom or something like that. I don't know which one was CNC Music Factory. Uh, gonna make you sweat. Uh, was that pump up the jam? Things that make you go hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which was the? Oh, that might be like salt and pepper. Pump up, pump up the jam was technotronic. Oh wow. With the like, uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a I want to say like a gendered, but that's not that's nothing like androgynous. Yeah. Um, uh, singer that was oh. like like you like I think it was a lady, but uh, but yeah, it was just. I don't really remember Technotronic. Yeah, they only had the two songs. They had like before the Pump the Jam before the night is over. Oh. One, two, I'm a party dude. Three, four, so get your butt on the floor. Oh, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, anyway, pop goes the weasel because the weasel goes pop. Yeah. Pop, pop goes the weasel. The weasel. Mm-hmm. Who did that song again? Third base. Okay. I would have said. B-A-S-S. I would have said it was um Tag Team if I had no, to guess. No, they just did. Uh, Whoomp, there it is. Whoomp, there it is. Yeah. But the only reason I remember that is because they go tag team back again. There like is that's a, the only reason I remember their name. There is a whole <laughs> thing, and I had heard reference to this before, actually, but I, I sort of fell into it last night. 
where people remix uh, the Quad City DJ's theme song to Space Jam with any song. Like you take any song and they and like this oh. is all over all over YouTube. And really? so like I was like just specifically with video games stuff like there was well like the um the theme song for Mortal Kombat is on there and all of the images they use are for some reason a picture of Charles Barkley's face like photoshopped on this stuff, which just makes it even dumber. But yeah, there's a whole thing about mixing different songs with Quad City uh DJ's Space Jam. I don't remember the the that um Me neither. Well, cause cause it's it was slightly after my time of I remember seeing Space Jam. I never did. Everybody get up. It's time to slam yeah. now. We got the real jam going down. Okay, Welcome no, I don't remember this. Well, this is Quad City's DJ Space Jam Extended Mix. Oh, no. Oh, so they did the original. So where's the verses? I don't know. Wait. Quad City DJs. I want to hear one now. Quad City DJs. What would? How would? It, how would it work for those? Just like, just like. How about quad verses? Okay, here I think. Oh, I got... yeah, okay. I'm thinking verses like song verses. No, they got Quad City versus Dragon Force. Yeah, try that versus, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can recognize anybody. Yeah, now I'm seeing it all come up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Particularly if you oh, see one with Charles Barkley's face. Well, no, oh, there's one with Charles Barkley's face, and it's the one I wanted to click on is uh, Quad City DJ versus Ray Parker Jr., Everybody the Ghostbusters theme guy. Which is weird. I talked about this song last week. Really? There's a um, videos without music for Ghostbusters. Actually, I'll play it for you. Oh, what? oh, I've seen that. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love hilarious. those things. Yeah. The one with uh, uh, David Bowie and uh, uh, Mick, Mick Jagger. Jagger. Yeah, uh, really funny. Huh. Yeah. This is weird. Wow, yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah. That's because when the internet finds one thing, they just Okay, I, I have it. to play this. This is... Quad City DJs versus 1960s Batman. <laughs> the picture is Adam West, but with Charles Barkley in the in the cowl. Look at it. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, I really need these guys to do like Tom Waits or something. Oh yeah! Wow. All right, this is okay. I'm glad that happened. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to hit um, pause. Yeah, we're going to have to put a link to that in the show notes. Um, on on a sort of... Oh, actually, this is an incredible segue. Favorite cartoon or comic character uh, you were diehard for at ages 6 through 10, but now you think it's lame, and why the change? Ooh. And I'd say it's a good segue, because that was a Adam West Batman, yeah. uh, which I was obsessed with when younger. In fact, on my bookshelf, I have a copy of Back to the Batcave, signed by Mr. Adam West, who I waited two hours online outside of a comic book store for. Oh, nice. He's he's a real person though. Yeah. Okay. He's not a cartoon. That's all I'm saying. Well, a cartoon or comic character. Yeah, Adam West is a real person. But he's playing Batman. Okay, well that's different. <laughs> you can get Batman's autograph. You got Adam West's autograph. No. Yeah. He's the only Batman for me. Now that that book's worthless now because it's not Batman. Yeah. <laughs> now. Um. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you do you have an idea for this? No. Uh. I want to say maybe. Maybe Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Maybe that was the thing. Because I mean, I still kind of like them now. But but like that cartoon of them. Like I probably yeah. thought Michelangelo was pretty all right. And yeah, he was pretty cool back then. Yeah, because yeah. he liked pizza, bro. And you yeah, know, 
So maybe that that's actually really good. I it's because the whole thing is like my that that's that specific age range yeah. gets blurred with a little bit later. So I'm not. Yeah, I don't how, have. I don't have a lot of I have, my recall of my youth is not that great for ages, yeah. like especially because I was molested constantly. So I have a lot of blank moments. But you um, ask me, not enough. I mean, if you ask it's like it's like yeah. it's like it's, uh, those Austin Powers jokes yeah. where it gets where it's funny and then it goes on too long. It's like it's yeah. funny too long, and then it goes not funny and then it gets yeah. funny again. It's like that. If it had happened a few more times, you probably would. It's like getting kicked in the head by a horse an even number of times. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I you understand. Know. Yeah, because you get amnesia and then yeah. you're fine again. Yeah, so it yeah. just, you know, it's like that. All right, well, I'll give Father Flaherty a call and see it's, if he wants to put it in the old poop shoot again. It's science. Um, my thought is G.I. Joe I was fucking obsessed with when I was young. It, uh, He-Man, maybe? He-Man as well. But here's the thing. I recently watched an episode of He-Man because, um, uh, like, a couple years ago, I, I got a, a, an antenna for my TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever that HD change happened where you can get HD antenna, and there's one of these uh, random channels that had, uh, was playing old He-Man episodes. And I was like, oh, I loved this shit when I was a kid. Obviously, I wasn't thinking, oh, this is going to be something I'm going to enjoy as an right. adult. But like, um, let's give it a watch. Because I thought there was going to be some parts that were going to not necessarily hold up, but like in an adult mindset going, oh, yeah, little kids would love this shit. Like, yeah. you know, like, because I remember I loved Skeletor. I thought he was fucking badass. Yeah. Um, like I had the I had the um, the bad guy castle uh, playset, which I don't remember what the bad guy castle was called. Snake Mountain. Yeah, I had that playset. Had the speaker. The, yeah, the yeah, that the fucking badass microphone yeah. that made your voice all deep. That thing yeah. ruled. Um, so I had that. So I went back and watched it, and that show is unfucking watchable. Yeah. I mean, there isn't a, there isn't a bright spot to be found. It, it was a holiday tradition for a while um, for my sister and I to watch the He Man Christmas special, mm. which is uh, magical, and I and I highly recommend you watch it. It's dumb as hell i'm saying that to the to the listeners yeah uh, uh but it stopped being a tradition because my sister's husband would just get so tired of it because we would make the same jokes every time oh yeah because yeah. that's what we do as a family um but uh and, but part of the, the part of the fun of it was watching it is that it had all the old 80s commercials in there for like crappy kids oh that's cool like that. yeah but the, the show itself is and i remember there's a specific point at the end because the, the plot of the thing is that Orko stumbles his way onto this special ship that Man at Arms has made, and it travels into it travels to Earth basically. And he finds these two kids that are lost. Uh, they're like trying to go get a Christmas tree or something in the mountains, and that's where Orko's crashed. And they're lost, and they they huddle in uh, in the ship for warmth. And then the Man at Arms finds the ship and brings the ship home. So they're on a so he basically kidnaps these children, okay, yeah. uh, unwittingly. But, so they're they're on a turn, they're on a turn, and then uh, uh, adventure stuff happens, and they end up getting sent back to Earth. But they get the special like floating belts at the end that you can wear and, and float and there's a bit at the end where they're watching through the hollow screen or whatever magic thing that they have yeah that man at arms has so they can watch things on earth um and he sees the kids like the parents are like oh we're so happy you're home now go to bed and it's like okay and the parents are walking away and the kids float by them and the parents do that cartoony double take of like what and yeah. they just mug for the camera and when i was a kid that was the funniest thing i had yeah. ever seen and I would watch that over and over and over again. And then I see it as an adult. And I'm like, oh, I was a dumb kid. Yeah. Well, that's the problem is a lot of this stuff blows. Like, yeah. so he was terrible. Uh, I also, I recently rewatched an episode of uh, G.I. Joe. And um, I mean, if you think those movies are unwatchable. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck are those TV shows. I had I had a theory when I was when I was younger that G.I. Joe and Cobra were just competing threats because they never killed each other. They just would just kidnap Cobra and like steal their clothes. Yeah. Not a bad theory. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, theories, and this sounds like one of my shitty segues, mm-hmm. it's not. 
I know that's shocking you. You thought I was going to have a yeah, shitty segue. I thought, I, I thought April Fools. It is one. Oh, no, I'm kidding. It isn't. I'm confused now. I read this theory that Eternia, the mm-hmm. planet that He-Man lives on, and or Thundera, the planet that the Thundercats live on, because I don't remember which one it is now. Either way, no, that's you are correct. It, well, well, I'm just saying both of those associations. Yeah, no, no, okay. but one of those two is actually post-apocalyptic Earth. And that the villain, either Mumra or Skeletor, is a representation of kind of the mutated, horrific kind of nuclear weapons, uh, Morlock kind of humanity. And then the kind of He-Man and or, you know, uh, the Thundercats are the kind of ubermensch, golden human thing. I want to say Thundercats simply because their their environment seemed a lot more like wastelandy. He-Man had a hot, like, it was like, oh, it's a planet. It's, it's nice. Here's a forest. Yeah. Here's a desert. Here's some mountains. Thundercat, I just always, it just seems like, here's some, just some brown plains. Well, I think the first episode is a, they land on that planet. Oh, do they? I think. I don't remember. Well, I mean, so they did have kind of like this home base that looks like a tiger, so I don't. Yeah. Maybe that was their ship. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but here's the thing. So I was reading this whole theory about how, post- and then I end up reading about, um, uh, fuck it, let's say the Smurfs. And then I was reading about uh, some other uh, G.I. Joe. And then all these, uh, so I just got on this this kick of fan theories, these mm-hmm. kind of alternate uh, fan theories, how like everything fits into one. Like uh, I just read around that Kyle McLaughlin, uh, I think that's the guy from Twin Peaks. Yeah. All of his characters are actually the same person. Uh, so uh, after, so after um, Blue Velvet, I think it goes like that. He goes nuts, starts taking a bunch of drugs and dreams that he's Paul Atreides on Arrakis. Comes okay, out of it. already. That's pretty weak. No, no, but it's it's not. <laughs> look, that's the point. Yeah, this is not great. Yeah. But it, it goes through, and I don't really even know enough. Of it, but then, but it also goes into the Agents of Shield guy. So this is what he's on Agents of Shield oh, now, okay. which you've not seen. I'll get back to that. But anyway, so I, I realized that I just spent two hours reading about alternate theories to shows I don't even like. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, I will tell you that. Like, uh, just like Wikipedia. I'm I'm bad with this, or I, like TV tropes. I'll fall. I'll definitely fall into this. But it's that thing where it's like, okay, I've read about all the Street Fighter 2 biographies now. Like, I... Oh, yeah. Why? I have oh, not you know, played that game since 2. You know or, what I did know? the other day? I what? watched the Mortal Kombat web series. All of it. I didn't know there was one. It's actually pretty good. That, that the first movie was by far my one of my favorite movie-going experiences I've ever had. Oh, really? Yeah, it was because it was full of people that were excited to see the movie. Oh, and, and, they, like, and then they that, saw the movie. That, yeah, yeah, like that... that the character would show up on screen, a guy like stood up in the audience yeah. and was like, Sub-Zero, that's my boy! Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. it was so much fun. Yeah. And everyone was just like, in the spirit, no one was like, no, that's Johnny Cage wouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, it was just dumb people going, hooray! And I was like, I yeah. was a dumb teenager going, hooray! So well, this it was is, so much fun. This is really well done. It's the guy that does, he does stunt coordinations on Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is why I thought of it, and he directed episodes. But um, if you're not watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., one, the show's really upped its game that it's very watchable now, mm-hmm. but two... I'm sure it exists because I know the internet. Find a collection of Kyle McLaughlin scenes on YouTube. I know you well enough to... T- I'm guaranteeing you, mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy this. Okay. He... Okay, so you know Kyle McLaughlin. Like, you yeah, know yeah. kind of yeah, his yeah. acting style, the kind of weirdness he brings to roles. Like, yeah. you, you... Okay, so you understand the vibe. I'm, keep that in mind when I say he's having a lot of fun. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, it's... I mean, it's... It's... Without the bad acting, it's Nicolas Cage level fun. Okay. He is full out, eyes popping out of his head, giant grandiose hand gestures, super villain speeches. It is 
fucking fantastic. All like, right. there's whole episodes where he's on there for 35 seconds. The rest of the episode could be garbage on toast, mm-hmm. and it might be the favorite thing I've ever seen on TV in my All life because right. he's so fucking over the top. I it's need amazing. To, uh, I'm looking for a new show to watch as I do things. Like this some is of a wonder. This yeah. is a, uh, I recommend that wholeheartedly because uh, I I don't know. I've tried. I've tried. I don't like Arrow. I've tried Arrow. I can't do it. I liked Arrow for a bit. I, it, it ran its course for it's me. Just, it's just too CW for me. Like, I like, like, I like way The Flash quite a bit. Yeah, I've heard that's good too. I might check that out. I don't, I don't know. Um, I just watched the 12 Monkeys show. Uh, TV oh, that's show. right. There's a show. Um, I'm trying to get the McLaughlin things and see if I can bring one up. The show is actually... Um, it may be on the downswing right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But uh, the first... Like six or seven, I got I like I got into enough to kind of like binge watch. Like, mm-hmm. uh, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. Um, uh, yeah, th- so that's that's uh, uh, really well worth the watch, at least the first few. But it's at that weird point in the season now where I'm not sure if it's just, uh, well, maybe this just yeah. is gonna suck now. Uh, I need to watch the movie again because the last time I watched the movie, which was years ago, um, like well over like like six years ago i had like all kinds of issues with it and i don't really i i as i as i get older i tend to to really hate time travel movies yeah. a lot um like there's there's ways that like i'm not always just so nitpicky about it if you're having fun like i don't care like did you ever see looper yeah i like that in looper they just like kind of hung a lampshade on it and just went like look we can go back and forth about this like we can talk about this for hours yeah it's just a way of being like yeah i know no, but I this is what amazing. we're doing yeah 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 but like I, I don't know there are certain movies like particularly movies that I don't know, rest so heavily on paradoxes like that or when it just seems really obvious. But I remember just like watching 12 Monkeys and being like, wait, this doesn't make sense. Why would he do what? What? Yeah. But that was so long ago. and I don't remember what my argument was now. But I was I, just like, oh, I used to like this movie. Now I hate it. Now I need to. I don't remember the movie that well. The, the TV show does it pretty, pretty well. Um, they do some fun visual kind of effects where it's like he'll actually leave like artifacts like to kind of give hints to like like if he needs to prove himself as a time traveler someone who'll like make a like a mark on something and be like look there's you know like mm-hmm. it's just it's they do it like in kind of a fun way but it's still time travel so it's i don't you know it might be it might be fucking garbage uh uh, uh to some people for me it's just i find it amusing but the, the, this is the first result and it looks like he has a funny face on so let's see if we can't um i know it's exciting isn't it I mean, both sides racing to the temple, life and death, flesh and blood, emotions. <laughs> now, that's actually, I'm not kidding, that's one of the more subdued ones. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What's, so, what's his character? Uh, he's, he's, one of the, he's one of the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s, uh, oh wait, I, I don't want to say that. Um, he's, he's a, um, he's a, he's, he's a... A bad guy. Sort of. Is there any more? I, don't, I was really hoping I could find like... Uh, See, there's the answer right there, but that's like a big oh, reveal. Sure. Um, I was really hoping. Uh, well, I'm sure we could find one, but um, there's a. What's this? That's him right there, isn't it? Yeah, it's that's the entirety of the the last scene of the. Uh... Not long after. It's only a minute. All right, let's see if he does something silly. I couldn't help but notice all the moving boxes. I'm sorry for the interruption. This will only take a second. Remove him. Please lower your voice. Let's all let's all try and keep our heads about us. Let's all try and stay calm. Oh, sorry. Let's all try and keep our heads about us. It's very weird to see him not in a black suit. Uh-huh. 
I hear you've been looking for this. All right, I don't think he's going over the top in this scene. But anyway, let's see. The obelisk. The obelisk. Yeah, that's a whole thing. I don't want to give that away. I know, but, but um, I just like that. That's. It's 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 actually thing. a fun storyline. Uh, anyway, it, it, that's an understated scene. There's there's a whole bunch of just. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like Dennis Hopper in Waterworld, mm -hmm. like that level of, of like this. like just going completely over the top sure. nonsense. But like the character is that way. Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black, maybe. Well, that's a little bit different. But when he's the bug guy, you yeah, just kinda, get the, you just get a sense of just like a bit like that. But like. Um, like there is like he actually because he's like a good actor there mm -hmm. is a bit of like menace underneath the hilarity sure like his I, I mean he's playing it for kind of comedy but he's playing for almost like a like when someone plays the joker really well where it's like well this is kind of fun in a oh my god i'm fucking terrified way yeah you know? well uh did you i forget did you watch breaking bad i did the dude that plays uh tuco mm -hmm. um I saw him on in a movie that was like on on TV in the background in a bar somewhere. I think it was uh, I think it was Training Day or something. Okay, where he was again like a a, uh, uh, a Latino thug. Yeah, I'm like I would love to see that guy still with that like level of intensity and just you're terrified of him. Be like a, a I don't know like in a corporate environment or something. Like I would like to see see oh, that be fun. Yeah. that somewhere else that yeah. contextualized differently because I I that guy is really really good at that. Yeah, of this sort of like like menacing, crazy, but like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, just a lot of like just this this he's about to boil over at any second kind of guy. On that note, did you have you watched Better Call Saul yet? Some of it, only some of it. I fucking love that show. It's great. It's yeah. it's not. It's a completely different show. Yeah, and I, I like that a lot. I really really like it. Yeah. Like. I was so bummed because I was doing the kind of binge watch. Uh, I was so bummed when I caught up. I was like, oh, fuck. I thought I had more. Like, yeah. I'm, I was like jonesing for it. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, the week needs to happen. So I was, I've been, been watching. I've actually been very impressed by Bob Odenkirk. I mean, I'm a big Bob yeah. Odenkirk fan, but I, it was this thing of like, I don't can carry a show. But yeah. he did. He's, he's amazing. Yeah, he's, he's really quite good at that. But uh, I don't remember if it's Tuco or not, but one of them shows up in, in the – is that Tuco? That's Tuco. Okay, I, I, I get, I get uh, some of the characters confused. Yeah, that's, that's really the – because the first time I was like, oh, I'm kind of like this. And then at the at the end when that, that reveal, I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. What's funny is the other guy, uh, Nacho, he is he is famous in some uh, nerd circles. He was uh, the the voice for um, – and seemed like maybe some of the character model was based on him. This character called Voss in uh, Far Cry 3, oh. which is a, it's an R game. But he's a very, like, interesting character. Like, not really interesting, but he's, he's magnetic. Like, he's very charismatic and it's – Watch when I I'm like, wait, that guy's voice sounds familiar because I really like Nacho on that show so, too. In the game, he's like an aging comedian that has big teeth. What? It's like people, yeah. It's, there's this comedian called Rich Voss. Oh, yeah. oh, ooh. No, yeah. Uh, no, I'm just, just not that, not that joke, but just Rich Voss. Uh, no, that joke too. But yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, there's no reason for me to say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, but so I, I was super excited to find out that that was that same guy because I was like, oh, that voice sounds really familiar. And, and it's him. And he's he's good. I want to see more of him. Speaking of which, uh, two very quick things. Uh, if you've not seen it, uh, I got a lot of recommendation, but uh, I got around to watching a movie from a million years ago, but uh, um, In a World. Oh, no, I heard that's good. Very much enjoyed it. It uh, was not a movie that I would have I would have watched, but I ended up uh, uh, was recommended. I really enjoyed it. But um, 
I'm giving away a spoiler to The Flash, uh, an episode, but not like one of the main storylines. So audience at home, if you're really bothered by the Mark Hamill episode, uh, having a bit of a spoiler, uh, turn off now. This is such a minor one that you're not going to care. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the episode uh, structure is uh, um, there's a guy called the Trickster, which I know. Yeah, no, yeah, I know the Trickster. I know the, the Mark Hamill was the Trickster in the in the, in the original. Uh, so he yeah, shows yeah. up. But there's a there's a, a young man uh, pretending to be the Trickster. He's using mm-hmm. all of his his, his tricks. And uh, they, it's so, but it turns out it's all like a ruse to break out Mark Hamill, the the original trickster. Mm. And they're talking. He's like, "Well, why are you so interested in me?" And this wonderful break. He goes, "Well, why not? I am your father." He literally oh. does the Vader line, but then like waits two beats. He's like, "No, of course I'm not your dad." Like, there's he waits. Yeah. It, it is fucking beautiful. Like, it is nerd pandering, but on a like like on a like they respect us well and just done, want, yeah. like they just wanted to make us happy it wasn't yeah it wasn't them jingling their keys at us <laughs> yeah like, yeah no yeah. it's like no we know you're gonna flip the fuck out for this yeah. we love you like there's a scene where him and um him and uh the original flash who plays uh the current flash's dad in the show oh no shit yeah yeah oh, which good. is it's a fun little thing yeah. but um they they end up sharing a couple scenes together not nothing significant but they end up having like screen time together which i was like i wouldn't watch the original flash but I'm like oh man that's fucking great like, yeah i heard they had i heard they had like um used pictures of him from the original yeah flash. as yeah. as like kind of flashbacks of like his first run of uh crime they have like a video thing of it yeah mm. it's it's really really fun but the 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 i am your father thing which is it made me so happy because it was like because this the flash is one of the shows that actually gets geek culture on a level of yeah. like our our era of geek culture like where it's not some pandering thing, it's not just pop culture that happens to be talking about heroes. Like it, it gets like kind of the that kind of uh, punny, self-referential, uh, hidden quote thing. The yeah, I yeah. like I like that when it's when it can still get me when it doesn't feel like it's like it's just pandering. Mm. When it's like a little when it's a subtle thing or or whatever, or just when it's well done. Yeah, you know, like, this is this show feels right. There's a lot of uh, a lot of kind of in in less in less able hands. There would be a lot of like. Dun 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 uh-huh. moments, but in this show, it's it's kind of fun, and it, it, like you kind of get like it really does more encompass the kind of comic book aspect of it, and then but they managed also, which by the way, Tom Cavanaugh is a fucking good actor. Uh, I did not know is that. Is he the the Flash? No, he's he's um he plays Harrison Wells. He's the wheelchair guy. If you've seen any of the promos, Mm-mm. he 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 was um Ed from Ed, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Ed. Michael Ian Black was in it. It was about yeah, yeah, a pie yeah. shop. That was that show. I believe that was called Ed. That guy, yeah. Um, yeah. I know him from podcasts, actually. I was like, wow, this guy's actually really funny. Uh, he does a show with my, uh, podcast Michael Ian Black called uh, Snacks, where it's- Oh, um, I've heard of that. Yeah, 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 Mike and Tom eat snacks, it's called. And it's just, they just eat a snack on the episode to talk about it. It's really, really funny. But um, yeah, he's actually a good actor, which is- I, I mean, I don't know why I'm surprised by that, mm-hmm. but it just, yeah, it's it, one of those things where it's like this show kind of- Either they're brilliant who put the show together or they stumbled ass backwards into like a really quality uh-huh. thing. And I'm like, oh, man, I really hope they get another season because. How about that uh, that Gotham? You watch that? I do. Uh, and I've. Uh, I like it a lot, mm-hmm. but uh, I like it a lot under this. And, and, and I believe I said it on the show. And if I have any of the sadistic regulars, if I said it, go back and grab that audio and give it to me and give me the date. Because I said. This show is so fucking bananas that I th- that it feels like this is actually the prequel to the Adam West Batman. Yeah, Io Nine had a whole story that said is uh, is Gotham the pre- the prequel to the Adam West Batman, but like two months, three months later, I'm like fuck, I came up oh, with that. Like funny. I'm like I nailed that shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, I 
once I got it, like once I got the kind of camp to it, mm-hmm. I was like all in. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like this yeah. is like it's not Christopher Nolan. Once I kind of washed that out of my mouth, it's like, oh, this is oh, fucking great. Just yeah. and 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 another uh, my turn to make a shitty segue. Uh, did you ever see Interstellar? No. Okay. Because I just watched. There was there's those and normally. Uh, I'm I'm I don't know I'm kind of fifty fifty on whether I'm a fan of these. There's that uh, those honest trailers on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Cinema Sins I don't like where they're like because you know there's there's always like they're always like that guy's wearing a hat in this scene. This one he's not. What's that? Like, other who than cares? other than the I just found out about those about two weeks ago. Yeah, and I like it. Other than those throwaway ones. Yeah, and I here's the problem is I think those are spoke. I think for like squares that's funny. Yeah. And we're not we're like if we found that funny, we'd find it like I think that's supposed to be them being charming. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's one, yeah, there's one in me. like in Looper that was like the hamburger specials two ninety nine. Like yeah, what? Like who? Okay. I don't um, remember which one it was, which one I was watching, but somebody did something awesome, and they go, you know what? I'm just going to give five points back to you, and they take five points off. I'm like, oh, that's what those other things yeah. are supposed to be. Because I found that kind of amusing. I'm mm. like, oh, all of those right. are supposed to. You know, but yeah, it just does one anyway, for me. Sorry. But yeah. but same thing with those honest trailers. Sometimes yeah. it's like, yeah, okay. But the one the one they did, it, if you've seen Interstellar, I think the one they did on Interstellar is really really good and very yeah. damning about uh, about that movie. And I was reminded of how much I didn't like that movie because I got the opportunity to see um, two thousand one in seventy millimeter at the uh, at the Hollywood Theater, and it was amazing. And I'd um, seen things hey, in uh, that Werner, movie. What Werner Herzog? Collins? Oh, sorry. Uh, 2001 colon a space odyssey thank you please continue uh, uh but it was amazing to see on the big screen i'd yeah. seen things that i'd never seen before on that movie yeah but i will also admit that every time i watch that movie on my own i skip past the monkey part at the beginning okay here's here's I, i'm glad you said that one yes the monkey part's stupid yeah two i saw it's that it, it was long. not in uh what's it 70 that i mean that mm-hmm. wasn't like a thing that existed when i saw this yeah but i saw that in a um revival theater or whatever the hell you call it in yeah. new york a million years ago and it was fucking cool like just seeing it on a screen because just our ages we weren't right well one weren't thing, around for it well know? and that's and that's the thing like well, actually my favorite segment of it is probably the the middle the haywood floyd stuff because so much of that is just like look at this look what we're doing like look at this this space stuff look this thing has to spin in order yeah. to dock and isn't this amazing because you know it's like you've never seen something like this yeah. before now just like they spend so much time with it too like it's just like the beauty of everything yeah. and the sense of awe where and Christopher Nolan always I think someone brought this up even before Interstellar and I've and I've noticed it in in his movies where like just the dude loves explaining things to you he will just like explain and explain and explain and explain like there's no sense of of awe or wonder it's yeah like there's some amazing visuals in Interstellar but then they will describe to you why those things are happening oh yeah and yeah. it's like okay like to some extent obviously like you can't spend you know the whole movie just with like sorry audience but um. I don't know. It goes a little uh, goes a little yeah. far. And this is he has a weird thing. Particularly, I noticed this. Did you see the third Batman movie? Yeah, I saw the first. Yeah, I saw all three. In Where, fact, last week I was talking about them. I'll get to that in a sec. Hold on. Well, they have this weird, um, like this character hive mind thing. Where like, particularly in the third Batman movie, everyone at some point is going to say rise or rises. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and that that shit drives me nuts. It kind of yeah. happens in Interstellar too. There's some several several things like that. But and I think even in in Dark Knight there's some. But I, I want to say they're they're a little bit less ham handed. But just I, I don't know. He's got the, these these weird like reoccurring motifs. And I'm like oh, maybe I don't like Christopher Nolan. I'm not yeah. sure. You know? Well, actually, hold that point. All right. So uh, Chris, Christopher Nolan. Um, the reason I bring this up. So audience, you may have uh, picked up that awkwardness. We took a break so I could pee, but I did not warn John of this at all. 
No, it just started going. Yes. Last week, uh, a question was asked to me, and I answered, and one of which was the Christopher Nolan ones. Uh, movies that everybody loves that mm-hmm. you think are a piece of shit. Uh, now, I don't know that uh, people like the Batman movies still, but I, I named all three Batman movies, except for the second one, which I kind of like the Chris, uh, like the, uh, the, the Joker scenes. Yeah, yeah. Those are fun. And then I also had uh, Avatar, which for some reason people like. That's it. Yeah, we actually, actually just talked about this recently. Like, that is it, it, incredibly strange to me. Like, I, uh, again, uh, talked to my mutual friend, Chris, uh, about a mutual friend of Chris and mine that, like, he went on and on and on about the Avatar movie. And Chris was like, oh, okay. And he went to go see it and was like, like, oh, yeah, no, the 3D was sold out, so I'm just seeing 2D. The guy called him and was like, what are you doing? You can't even, don't see it. 3D is the only reason to see it. Then it's not <laughs> yeah. a good movie. Yeah, uh- I've said this before, but uh, so Avatar, I didn't think would count because it is like a a spectacle. It's a car crash. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a thing. But uh, it, are there any movies off the top of your head that that everybody seems to like that you that you kind of think are pieces of crap? Um, or well, just don't I, I don't like? want to say I don't want to say that everyone likes, but certainly like I don't like Scott Pilgrim. That is a movie that I do not understand. Oh, okay. Like because I and I like the comics. All right. Yeah. It just it didn't translate over to the big screen for me. Some of it, the main part of it being not. Not that it was Michael Sarah, but I saw Michael Sarah and and uh, uh, the gal played Ramona Flowers. Like there was nothing there, there was yeah. zero chemistry between them. I did not care anything about them. And then I just kind of had this thing of of like, there's that scene early on where, and it, again, it's it's kind of a medium thing because it worked in the comic book, where he meets the skateboarder dude, and the skateboarder dude punches him, and he goes flying and like through the roof of a house, and he's fine. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, yeah, no one can get hurt, and there's nothing at stake for any of this. Who gives a shit? Yeah, that's like a good I point. just yeah. didn't care. It just didn't it just didn't work with me, and it just felt like flashing lights and Nintendo references, and I just I didn't like anyone in it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Again, like, cause, uh, like it's kind of it's kind of more accepted as being more shitty now. I think, but I got into several huge arguments about Man of Steel. I really hate that movie. Hmm. Uh, because that's the most unheroic superhero movie I've ever seen. Uh, you know like, what's weird is, is uh, millions oh, of people have to have died. Yeah, and that's cool. Like it's it's treated like just nothing, and and that's so many of these action movies now where entire cities are, are leveled or whatever. But but I found it particularly egregious in, in Man of Steel. Yeah, um, I, I I I don't I don't dislike it all that much. Like I'm not you know whatever. It's just a movie. Like I'm mm-hmm. not I, you know huge issue with it. But uh, yeah, uh, I actually just thought the other way that it seems like more people are liking that movie. It seemed like everybody kind of shit on it, and now it's like ah oh, you know it's not as bad as I thought it was. Oh you know? man, it's, and I just yeah. didn't like it like through before it even got to that point. Yeah, it was just really bad. Um. I thought it was just, I mean, I haven't seen the next one because it hasn't happened yet, but I felt like it was, and and if the next one doesn't go this way, I think I'm going to rethink my opinion, mm-hmm. but it feels like the next movie is going to be, that's where he got his inspiration to never hurt and must take everything really carefully. Like, he let himself go to fight, yeah. and then but like, I the also But I also think that, like, I've never murdered anyone, but I didn't need to murder anyone to learn that I didn't need to murder somebody. But you also never had superpowers and were hunted by Space Hitler. Right. Yeah, I, so yeah, I get like that's so let's go let's go fight in the in the most centralized populous part. Of no, it, I, obviously, you know, like it, this is not like a great thing. I just I'm in like I'm looking at that as like this is probably like the, I'm sure they're I'm sure they're going to use it because the, that was yeah. that was a, a criticism that was leveled at it a lot. Yeah, and they'll probably be like they'll probably answer it in that well, way. Well, I thought that's like, why they did it. It was like this is like the galvanizing event that makes him like the because the, well, the, the Boy Scout. You but know? See, yeah, that would have that would have worked if there was any kind of remorse shown at all at the end of the movie. But it was just well, like, oh, I'm yeah. I am going to kiss my girlfriend while the ashes of yeah. possibly dead bodies are raining down on me. Um, yeah, that's a good point. You know, I don't know. It's just that I think that's that's what really just how flippant it just yeah. it just kind of felt because they made a big deal of like uh, uh, Jenny uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's secretary being trapped in the rubble. 
and they saved her. Oh yeah, so, yeah. you know, there's just devastated buildings. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Who gives a shit?" Like, I don't know. And then that that end scene after the credits, where Lois Lane is holding the selfie stick as 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 Superman yeah. is squatting and putting his butt on all the dead bodies. Right. I thought that was a little unnecessary. I thought, yeah, just a bit. I thought the Zod one was tasteful, you know. But it, it was they did they did invent the selfie stick in that one. That's that's how that came to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's ahead of its time. Right. Uh, the other one I had on the list, and this is what I was just hoping you would say this, but I actually don't know your opinion on this. And maybe I do. I'm saying this for the audience. Oh. Uh, my number one was, of course, Big Lebowski. Oh, thank you. You do yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I, Big Lebowski, I really like the movie The Big Lebowski. I hate fans of The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Like crazy fans. Of the Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah, um, I was talking about this uh, the other night, like at the bar as well. Actually, I think it's right after the show, so it's still fresh in my mind. Uh huh. Uh, and I was getting yelled at for it. And I was like, but like I listed off scenes that were stupid. And they're like, oh yeah, that scene's stupid. And they're like agreeing with me. I'm like, then why the fuck do you love this movie? Right. If there's swaths of it that's not good. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, oh, that whole that whole fucking uh stupid uh math scene, the homework scene. He's like, oh yeah, that's the, no no not, not not that part. Well then how is this? Well you like, can't a, yeah, you yeah. can't exclude the movies, you know, that like this you can't exclude the scenes you don't like and be like And they'd still be like obsessive. Yeah. 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 No, I mean I, I, I do I do enjoy the movie. I don't think it's it's perfect by any means, but I, no. I do enjoy it. But yeah, it is just sort of like it's just sort of an overplayed thing. Where it's like I'm sure um Shawshank Redemption is I only saw it once. Yeah. All the way through. But it's just, it's on TV all the all the all the damn time. Like I don't care about that movie anymore. But it's weird to me when, mm. when I would see people own it. Like, why are you owning this movie? This is yeah. You, you know, know, I didn't have TV during the time that that started to get played a lot, so I still that movie is, has fond memories for me. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, it's not yeah. a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I just, I, it's just it's it's so it's been so ever present. That's the thing just, for me. It's not ever present. I'm like, wow, I'm a really big fan of that film, but like, I don't. I'm unaware of its it, it, it turning into this like ever present thing, which I know there's other movies which have well, like completely good, ruined it. Well, like like yeah, Goodfellas would be on TV a lot. Like TBS would. It seemed like maybe yeah. TBS and one of those would. But I still love that movie. Yeah, it's so actually I'm, Goodfellas is on the list of the overrated ones where I don't think it's all that good. See, I like I still like it. I I like Casino better. That, um, actually, that's I said I like Casino better. I like was, Casino, was my point. Yeah. But the first half of Goodfellas is all right. The second half, fuck it, it's too. It's like um, it, it's like a, a Full Metal Jacket. It's just two movies squashed into sure. one. Well, that's actually yeah. that that was always my excuse. Uh, of Boogie Nights. That's 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 kind of one. Um, I I've softened my opinion on it a, a bit. Whereas. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I like good uh, Boogie Nights when it was Goodfellas because it's the whole like, oh, it turned 1980. Now everything's shitty. Where uh, mm. and just like these long takes and, and whatever. I'm just like, yeah, this kind of feels like I've I'm, seen this to some I'm extent, but it's, it's 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 all right. I'm a, I'm more unkind to that film, but I actually like it better, I think, than you because I'm unkind to it because I don't really like the movie. Mm-hmm. I just fucking love uh, 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 Fat Guy. What's his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. I was I, yeah. thing. the conversation was I get him and John C. Riley confused, and I was going to say John C. Riley. Uh. Um, his uh, you you want to kiss me? Yeah, you know it's it's like every scene he's in, I love so much that it's almost like the Joker in that second <laughs> Batman movie where it's like uh, that guy with the butt chin and and and, and Rachel or whatever. Every oh, yeah. scene they're in is fucking hard. They're both terrible in that film, but I can kind of like the, it. Kind of gets like like a little bit pushed to the back and like hidden and missed because yeah. like oh my god do I love the Joker yeah and 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 Boogie Nights oh my god do I love that guy yeah like he's just every scene he's in I'm just I remember like, I really like Don Cheadle a lot uh, the, oh yeah yeah because the he, whole he, stereo yeah stuff but, but yeah. he almost seems yeah he seems sort of ancillary to the whole thing yeah. you know uh, and, and I think I don't know maybe that was my problem problem with too uh, but I uh, Magnolia is a movie I viciously hate uh, and it's like one of the few things I agree with Kevin Smith on. Um, but yeah, I really, really hate that movie. Um, 
I didn't really start hmm. liking Paul Paul Thomas Anderson until probably There Will Be Blood because like yeah. the Punch Drunk Love, I was like, oh cool, it's not like his other movies. It's short, and I'm and I'm kind of enjoying this. But There Will Be Blood, I was like, oh wait, this is I really really. It's like funny. There Will Be Blood showed up. Uh, that was the question. Was that uh, my friend Jeremy? Oh yeah, you know Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, hates There Will Be Blood and think it's a piece of shit. That does not surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I forget what I said last week about it. Um, because I think I just kind of flipped the coin and decided to hate it or love it. Yeah. I don't. I really don't have a strong feelings on it. Apologies to the audience if I did have strong feelings last week. <laughs> I hear here pulling back the curtains. Sometimes I just say shit to be weird. Like I just, I'll just make shit up. It's you know, it well, happens. There's sometimes, yeah, there's sometimes like movies that I don't necessarily like, but I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad it's there. Yeah. Um, you know, or I'm glad that I'm glad that, that a movie like this can't exist, but it's just not my my jam. Magnolia, uh, I. I Man, it's weird because I feel like I liked it when I watched it, but like reflecting on it, I have no desire to watch it again. Uh-huh. It just, I think maybe I found it just kind of like, um, what, like almost like a, a, a what, what would you like a spect, not a spectacle, but like kind of a, a candy amusing where it's like, oh, this was like a, a, a swift taste. Like I just uh-huh. like a quick, like, oh, this was shock. Okay. Amusement for a few minutes and then I'm good. Like I don't, it doesn't need to sit there for a right. while, you know? No. And there's, there's been several movies like that. Um, uh, like I don't get people that like want to watch Guardians of the Galaxy again and again and again. It's like, that was a fun movie, but like, I'm good. I don't need to, I don't know. It didn't do it for me that way, but I still think it was a fun movie, but it uh, just, it, yeah. I don't know. It just didn't do it for me that way. I, I dug it. I've watched it a couple times now, maybe three, but uh, yeah, I get it. Like, I mean, people were like watching it way too often. Yeah, that would probably annoy me. Yeah. The, the only one I can do that with is the Avengers of the of the big, um, those kind of movies. The only one that I can watch like repeatedly. Yeah, Avengers. Same, I've only seen that. I've only seen that the one time. And I am, I am, this is maybe a subset of your question. I am the only person I know that hates the puny God scene. Where Hulk takes Loki and, and like flails him back and forth. Oh, I found that really amusing. Yeah. I hate it because it was just like, it just, I'm like, oh, here comes a visual gag. Like I knew immediately that because he's just stops. It's like, wait, let's talk about it. Even though my whole plan hinges on you being unreasonable. Yeah. Uh, let's let me try to talk about it and do this. Let's set, let's awkwardly set up this gag. And then he takes him and he hits. You know, I don't know. I if, just, it, it just felt really like out of place and ham-handed. If, if I may retort with this one thing, and, and it's not necessarily retort, but it's it, to make you maybe understand my view of why that's yeah. funny is, uh, you know how I loathe farts and I don't find them funny in right. the slightest? Yeah. And everybody else is like, no, but it's funny because it mm-hmm. smells. And it's like this obvious like, but it's just like I, I find yeah. it just offensive and it's stupid and obvious. And yeah. It, like I, I feel like that's that thing where it's like, this might be my fart joke where it's like, yeah, that's, this isn't a quality joke. This is stupid. But I find it really just yeah, satisfying. No, and to like, see I said, like I'm, I'm, smash his dumb face and go puny god. And I then, don't think I don't yeah. think anyone else is dumb for like it. Yeah. It just totally did not work for yeah. me. And, I, and the main thing that sold it, and I'm sure other people, you know, made this argument too, is Hiddleston doing that like uh, uh, that weird yeah. squeaking exhale. Just it made me happy. I was like, that's this is fun. And uh, the other Hulk part, which again, it's just cloying. Whatever, but uh, where where Captain America's Hulk smash and Hulk just goes up and just goes fucking unleashed, where he's like uh, just grabbing into buildings to yeah, hold on and yeah. just smash. That was like, man, that was really satisfying. Mm-hmm. Like that was a goddamn satisfying. Well, that, that was like was, a crunchy well, fucking bite of. I I had these dueling, and this is this is somehow why this movie works. These these exact same time, these emotions of when he's like, uh, uh, that's my secret. I'm always angry. Where. Like, yeah, and that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the same time, just like, yeah. that's stupid. Go. Yay. Yeah, I, that's, that's, 
I'm still kind of lost by that. Yeah, but I at the same time I was like, yeah, it sounds good. Also, uh, I think it's Harry Dean Stanton. How did you know that one he was steering himself to an uh, an area that there's not a lot of people? Two, how did you know he was going to turn into a human while you're sitting there holding those pants? Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, the janitor. Isn't that Harry Dean Stanton? I don't remember. In 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 Avengers? Yeah. Hulk okay, falls I, don't, through, I don't remember. Okay, so Hulk falls through the ceiling and, and, and uh, Bruce Banner, or whatever that guy's name is, yeah. wakes up in the rubble and there's a janitor and he goes, you an alien? Because you fell from up there. Well, here, here you want some pants? I thought they wouldn't <laughs> fit you until uh, you, you, you shrank back down to be the size of a regular fella. Right. And it's like, well, none of that makes, like... Why, would, like, why is pants your first move? Well, not, not even, I'm, I'm fine with that, because Hulk's cock has got to be really weird to look at. But, um... Maybe it doesn't happen. How do you... How, no, no, there's there's uh, there's comics where this things horrible things happen. Like, he impregnates people and, and makes them explode with his penis. Um, uh, are these but, comics you've written? No, 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 these are things. I've actually not read them. I've, I've read them on lists of the dumbest shit that's ever happened in comics, kind of those things. But, um, no, so the thing is... Uh, I somehow he knows that you you aim towards an unpopulated area, uh, and then a big green fella. You knew he was gonna turn back into a regular sized human. Like what? What the fuck is this? Like it, it's that old trope of like the 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 the, the what's it, the mystical Negro? Like right. Um, it's like it's like that, but except it's you know Harry Dean Stanton or uh, yeah, like at least a guy I'm calling that now. Yeah. They laughed at me when I just was randomly collecting pants of different sizes, yeah, but I knew such, this day would come. It was come. such a weird fucking scene, but yeah, I, that, that was odd. But yeah, oh, I'm, here's the secret. I'm always angry. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, well, what that does, what, so. What that, does that mean? That means you can now think while you're the Hulk. I mean, there's no, like, there's no, that idea is, there's no throughput. Yeah. There's no, yeah. there's, this is, this is really strange. Yeah. I don't, I don't, but yeah, but I was, I was sold. I was like, Yeah. Yeah, and the other the other part uh, in that movie because it's a bunch. I mean, one pretty much the whole movie doesn't make sense, but I really like watching it. But it's fun. And uh, uh, Eric Selvig was like, "Oh no, I knew what I was doing. I I made a back door into it that somehow involves this sphere. Like, yeah, what? Why you could? <laughs> why not a keypad? <laughs> right, with a unique sequence yeah. of digits. Type it. Like, yeah. what the what? what no, no, what a what a weird thing to do. Yeah, uh, 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 and that's that's stuff like that can. And it's all about the tone of the movie too. Like, like the the some of the stuff I, I was irritated by in 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 Interstellar, it was a lot more just like woo. Then I wouldn't care as much. And yeah. That's kind of my, like going back to the time travel thing. Like if it's if it's like I'm not sitting there watching Back to the Future going I don't know. Yeah. I don't care. I'm having fun. And that's like so much of the Avengers is that is that I don't I don't care. Yeah. I, if I'm frankly if I I know that if I'm like nitpicking a movie I'm like well this I, this movie has lost me. Well that's and, yeah. and to the point that I uh, I was on a flight back. Uh, uh, a job I was on took me to Europe and uh, I was on the flight back and I was watching it was like I'd been up late the night before and I was kind of hung over whatever but uh, just killing time on the airplane and Frozen was on I was like you know what I've, I, you know, kids love it whatever I've never seen it I yeah. enjoy the Disney movies uh, uh, you know a lot of their animation stuff I'll check this out and I immediately just start being like well wait why would that be I'm like okay no I can't watch this right now like I'm yeah, just yeah, not yeah. my brain's not yeah, my brain is I'm not just, I'm just in a not grumpy in just shit yeah. mode I just yeah well I mean either way uh, that's uh, it's the Avengers yeah, but I, I I enjoy that one. Yeah, I just I. It's one of those things that oh oh so that's just I'm ending on this point. I swear to God, because we've gone way too long. Um, yeah. With the, the the kind of the 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 thing in the the air, the zeitgeist is they're gonna like kill an Avenger in the next movie, or like you know it's gonna like that. It doesn't. At least to me, it feels like this doesn't work. It's like the whole point of it. It's a fun like even though there's like serious blah blah blah. 
like somebody dying in it would just be well it also like, that's why the colson thing was like oh some guy we just met a few minutes ago oh no right but it's yeah. also it's also sort of the um i don't know it's it's hard for me it's like it's a comic book he's not going to be dead for long yeah you know what i mean like like they're going to kill captain america yeah and then he'll be back like it's, it's well that's the thing at least at least in these like i feel like i would take the death a little bit more not seriously but a little bit more like he's actually dead in the films because they take so long to film and you have to have the actor you, you, so if they kill off a, a, a like, that may be the last time you see him on film until they reboot something. You, you know? know who I would like to see die? Uh, if, if, if like, okay, we got to kill off an Avenger. Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye or Black Widow? Because who gives a shit? Who well, cares? That's the reason I don't want to see them die, because it's too easy. Like, yeah. they're, like, just the regular humans. Yeah. Like, I think it's got to be, like, a, like... I mean, you can't, because he's got his own theory series, but, like, a Thor, like, somebody with, like, yeah. superpowers, because it's, like... Oh, well, that actually means there's shit on the line here where it's, oh, wait, the people with superpowers can die. And that's why it's like more miraculous that yeah. like the humans are around and it humanizes the story. What would yeah. kind of be cool is to is to kill the Hulk simply because, uh, you know, the whole thing's like, well, you know, we've got an army. We've got a Hulk. You know, you don't have the Hulk anymore. And also because there's there's they've not tried to redo the Hulk franchise again. Yeah. In the in the subsequent years, uh, they've already done it. Tried two goes at it. Yeah. Um, And so like. It, you know, if you want to look at it monetarily, like if you're talking about the heavy hitters, the the don't want to kill the, just the humans because they're too yeah. easy, like that'd be a way to do it. Well, the, the 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 thing going around the rumor mill is that they're going to um, uh, kick Hulk out into space and do a, do the Planet Hulk movie, and then yeah. he, that's how he shows up in the the Infinity Gauntlet later. See that now that yeah. would be the Planet Hulk thing had so much potential, but then got so stupid at the end um, because like it wasn't like he came to Earth to like try to conquer it basically. And then it ended Wait, up just, does that happen? Yeah, but well, yeah, like he he's on this planet. They like exile him on this planet, and yeah. then he like basically amasses an army, and then is like you know fuck it goes to attack Earth. But then it basically just like oh you know what this was a huge misunderstanding. Never mind, it's all fine. Oh, I don't remember that. It, yeah, I oh, maybe it became I never, like it became World War Hulk. I I think I never read that part. The the the, the planet Hulk I remember that's the one where he becomes like a gladiator on the planet. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I. I read all, oh, you know what? I think maybe I watched the animated, there was like an animated movie oh, and it sure. probably yeah, just yeah. ended before that happened. Because it's like, oh, this would be a cool one-off film. Yeah. Hulk lands on this planet, uh, blah, 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 gladiator, got well, to see, the bad guy. You and know. I would like to see more stuff like that. This was this conversation I was having recently with where uh, I really liked uh, the second Captain America movie. It wasn't perfect, but I liked that it was more like a spy movie. Than a superhero movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's this laser shooting in the sky, and it's all the same stuff you've seen a billion times. Where it was something like, oh, it's a little bit different. Like, there's more, like, intrigue and and political stuff. I like that. I would love to see, like, that kind of offshoot where it's like, okay, in this movie, Hulk's on another planet, and he's a gladiator. You know what I mean? Like, some of the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I liked when, when they injected tiny robots into Gwyneth Paltrow and then she fell on fire and we're like, oh no, she's going to be dead. Oh, she's not dead because she's got those tiny robots in her. Oh, was that in, in Iron Man 3? Oh, did you not watch Iron no, Man 3? No, I've not seen Iron oh, Man Oh boy, 3. Iron Man 3 is a piece of shit. That's what I've heard, which is because I, I think Shane Black wrote it and I really like Shane Black. It's really but, bad. It's, yeah. oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. It's, it's, it, it stinks. Uh-huh. And I don't know this for real. I know nothing about this. But it, it, it could readily be a movie that had a really great script Mm-hmm. And then it was a Hollywood movie. Oh, sure. Because there's a lot of it that's like, if I if I sat down and thought about it, there's some of the things in it are like, oh, this could be this could have been interesting on paper, and I think maybe there were some fiddling about by the studios that just made it like. Ugh. Well, two was really bad. 
two was really terrible. Yeah, two where, was really bad. Yeah, uh, where's my bird? Was worth. I want my. Wi- I, I'm going to come at the Iron Man with whips. Here's here's. I said this like the day after I saw the movie, and, and our mutual friend Chris argued with me because of it. Um, hey, you know what's a really great idea for a movie? Uh, let's defeat the main villain in the first fucking what twenty minutes of the film. Yeah, and then he comes back slightly stronger. Yeah. And that's your final bad guy? Oh, wow. <laughs> what odds to overcome? Yeah, I, I remember the first time I kind of felt like that in a movie, and in, in, uh, uh, not to just keep rambling on, but uh, I, was, I was of a young enough age where, uh, like, Steven Seagal would still be kind of cool. Sometime yeah, like yeah. 11 or 12, something. Whenever Under Siege came out. Yeah. And I saw the movie, and Tommy Lee Jones is the big bad guy, and he's supposed to be like, oh, no, we were Navy SEALs together, and like, oh, we're the... Yeah. And when he goes to fight Tommy Lee Jones, when they're having the final battle, they did this thing so... Um, they fired like the ship's guns when Tommy Jones was kind of standing by them. So his ears are bleeding. Like he's basically just all fucked up. And Steven Seagal just kicks his ass. I'm like, well, that, that yeah. sucks. The last it's... guy's supposed to be hard. Yeah. And so, yeah, when you just like, the the guy easily just defeats the villain. It's like, oh, okay. Thanks. You know what I want out of my, la- my last guy? I need, I need Raul Julia and a silly hat. That's what I need. Viacon Dios. I need that. <sighs> that. That's, it says that at the end of Street Fighter. Uh, the movie it says uh, in memory of Ralph Julia uh, Pringle Viacon do it it says yes Pringle uh, uh, Fingle Fingle that's yeah. it would you, you like a Pringle wanna, Fingle yeah, yeah. that would a bumble bungler bungle bungle or bumble Fingle's doppel that is really hard wow. to say yeah. yeah well anyway uh, rest in peace Roger Robert Zadar <laughs> oh um, yeah he's with uh, Jaw now yeah um, he's with why's that he's with Rastafarian was he's, he he's with Jaw and he had a giant jaw. He, he was a Rastafari? No, it's just he had a giant face and been a big old jaw. Oh, okay. So I oh, I gotcha. Made, yep. I now didn't put that together. To make a shitty pun. Yeah. But, you know, it's, you know, I got nothing to follow that up with. Yep. Um, who's that other guy with the, who played Jaws? Uh, um, oh, it's kill me. Richard Keel. Richard Keel and he are gonna just, just fuck each other's face silly in heaven. Oh, why wasn't there a version of Face Off with them? That would have been great. Holy crap. It would be a two hour movie of just the one surgery. Um, <laughs> so audience at home, thank you for listening. Um, 200 is going to be better. When I, no, this was fine. This was good. We talked. This is what I've been telling you guys why I want to co-host because Hey, look, I showed up with nothing, and then we just spent two hours talking. And then when I do a show by myself, I need show prep. Here's the thing. No one likes me, and I can't find a co-host. Send me show prep at the Alex cast. They're like, hey, Alex, I like hearing you talk. Tell me something to talk about. And then I will, and it'll be good. And uh, and then uh, then Professor Snape will show up. Right. Oh, and, and I need to uh, uh, come back on sometime uh, so we can talk about whether or not a uh, vampire can make a Sasquatch a vampire. Oh, yeah. We'll save that for now. Yeah, let's save that next time. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's a teaser for the next episode. Yeah. Can a the vampire make a Sasquatch? Can Dracula make a Sasquatch a vampire? Basically, only only Dracula though. Well, it doesn't have to be Dracula, but I'm just you know shorthand. Right. We'll lead vampire of some sort. Well, you know what they say. Edward on the Herman in Lost Boys is uh, is uh, we don't we don't do no fucking shorthand on here. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Okay. Long it hand. It is. It is. It Show is, your work. It is longhand or 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 it's steno. Mm-hmm. And L H. Uh oh, what is it like? Tits or get the fuck out? It's like L H. Might be L because longhand or get the fuck out. Oh yeah, I gotcha. I don't know. Either way, I read an article today uh, that Don Draper might actually be DB Cooper. That's one of the fan theories. Oh, I've boy. seen four episodes of the show, and yet I read the whole article. Audience at home, I'm very lonely. 
uh, if you have two X chromosomes, get in touch. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, way to sell it, uh, ladies and okay, Cupid. Uh, the word sassy does not mean three hundred and fifty pounds and from Beaverton. I know that somehow some it, it does mean from Beaverton. Uh, maybe uh, look I, it up. I, either way, it's, it's on Wikipedia. Uh, either way, it's about seventeen stone and from Vancouver, Beaverton. I have been Alex. That has been John. John, do you have a social media thing you want to tell them about? Not really, because I don't really use Twitter so much anymore. I mean, JCM5000, you can look at what I've done, but yeah. uh, I don't really, not not so active anymore. You can look at the tattered remains of John's uh, John's online life and go, wow, that must have been what, what it must be like to, you know, evolve as a person and leave the confines of this. Oh, I still look at Twitter. I just don't post anything. It's yeah, also, it's even sadder. It's also what it looks like when you can't just take a compliment and go, look, no. I, Alex is painting me as a winner for once. No, nope. no. Anyway, uh, I have been, uh, they might be, he has been giants. And this has been uh, the birdhouse in your soul. Uh, Then that's the fine point I put on it. Good evening. Bye.